I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, I don't, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich. I'm sitting here with Clint. What's up? And Brent. How's it going? Threw it the other direction this way. I wasn't ready did, for it almost. Did I? I couldn't remember. Usually go I've, Brent then to me, but been doing it almost a year now and I can't And you, you Mr. Sacco's here too. <laughs> oh yeah, and a special guest Mr. Sacco <laughs> from Clint's night or two thousand five release of Yeah. <laughs> for all mankind. When my mom moved to town, she gave me a box of stuff that was in my old room and I started going through it like extensively going through it, not just like pulling shit out and looking at it, like, ooh, that's neat. And fucking in between two uh two fucking old cases fucking uh, movies and shit was this was jammed in there fucking all rolled up and shit <laughs> like old single sock except nah. instead of it being a single sock it was fucking goddamn mr socko <laughs> it came with that and a stocking cap i have no idea what happened to the stocking cap but did you immediately put it on no i had to look inside at first you didn't know what could be living in there <laughs> <laughs> fucking been up in that closet since like probably 2014 probably maybe 13 <laughs> You screwed up your chances of possibly going fucking Spider-Man. Should have stuck your hand right in there and let it, it bite you. It might have been in there since like 2007, <laughs> maybe, dude. I don't know when that movie came out. So, that, however, that I used to uh, that's actually that's not true because I had when Aaliyah was a baby, I used to used to have it and fuck with her with it, and she for a while was scared of it, but then after a while it became funny. But you really fucked up, Clint, because normally he starts with "Hey yo." <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready for it. I said, oh, "What? Uh, yeah, I'm here, I'm present." <laughs> It's present. Oh, now there's a TV show called For All Mankind. Oh, my goodness. On Apple TV. Anyway, the, the movie was just like a compilation of, it was like 13 hours of Mick Foley matches. And it, like every match, had, the introduction would start with like Mick Foley giving you like the reason the match was going on, like the lead up to the match and what he was thinking like going into the match and why, you know, it was his favorite match to be on there. But dude, it had like... Like him versus Terry Gordy when he first started wrestling. Him and death. Him having death matches. Him having like. His exploding ring matches. Yeah, it had all that stuff on it, dude. Did he have the match where he lost his ear? Yeah, it has all that on there. It has a match where um, the match in in WCW where Vader like punched him in the face so hard that like like his nose blew off his face. And you weren't supposed to have uh, blood on the camera at that time in WCW. But he, like, blastered his nose off his face so bad at the very beginning of the match, there's nothing they could do about it. And he's just got all this blood just all over his chest the whole entire match because his nose is just fucking... Did it have the electric chair match? Uh, I think that match is on there. <laughs> and then he's got his match with Sting, a couple matches with Sting on there. 
Um, I want to say he has one match with Ric Flair on there in WCW, which he loses, obviously. He, he lost most of his matches in WCW, I believe. And then a shitload of his ECW stuff, and then the rest of it, you know, the last disc is all WWF stuff that he did, which is, you know, probably, I don't know if it's his best stuff, but most mainstream stuff. His most commercially successful stuff? Yeah, I don't know if it's best stuff. I'd say ECW right after WCW was his best stuff as far as he was doing the non-hardcore thing because people wanted to see him hardcore. And he, like, had all these shirts that he had, like, airbr- he had, like the airbrushed Eric Bischoff shirt, and he had, like, the, w- the WW- WWF and F shirt. Um, then he had, some, but just a bunch of, like, when him and Mikey Whipwreck tag teamed, he had, like, shirts of, like, uh, Mikey really likes it shirts and shit. It was, I don't know, it's Cactus Jack shit, you know. <laughs> but one of the best ever, man. So now that we talked about Mankind, what are you starting with? Oh, well. Because Mr. Sacco is here. <laughs> yeah, well, Mr. He's got a lot of history. Well, we're going to, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times here on the show, we like to uh, talk about the comings and goings of certain companies and everything. And major one that happened this week is uh, Paige announced that July 7th is going to be her last day with WWE. Good for her, finally. I feel like. What? Yeah. Wasn't she, like, she's been having the same neck surgery and shit that Edge did and everything? Went to Sweden, had babies put in her spine? I don't know about all that. I just know she's <laughs> been good to go for a couple of years in WWE, just not pulling the trigger and letting her wrestle anymore. But to be honest with you, she's only like 27. I don't know. And she's young. She came in at 18 years old. By like 20. Or the Google. By like 24, her wrestling career was pretty well already cemented. You know what I'm saying? She had the documentary about her life. She had a whole ass um, movie come out with The Rock. Yeah, but you know, they came out with that documentary first. Right. Uh, I can't. Wrestling with. My, wrestling with my family my family yeah i watched that on youtube me too like the british thing of it like yeah years before about her whole family or whatever yeah. and stuff and then the movie with the rock obviously helped get her get that's her pretty much based on that and then i can't think of the chick's name that played her in the movie but i think she's decently famous page is 29 29 so yeah she's still fucking she ain't even 30 yet dude she ain't even fucking scratched the surface as far as she's wrestling probably about to have her best run i mean maybe when she comes depends on depends on where she goes where the fuck else is she gonna go? I mean, it'll probably be AEW. I would, <laughs> I, I would say that's the best play. But there's WOW getting ready to start, right? And Impact or ROH, I suppose. Whenever that gets going, but that's basically AEW, I suppose. <laughs> so, I will hope to see her in AEW. I always, she's one of my favorite female wrestlers since I started watching her, like in NXT and shit, way back in the day. She was definitely the rep start of the revolution. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, AJ Lee kind of too. She, but. She's the one who dropped the pipe bomb, like they like to say. But then when she was ready to be done, then they was like, well, Paige, someone's got to pick it up and run with it. And Paige was like, well, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, um, debuting, beating AJ in her first mm-hmm. night or whatever. It's been pretty balls to the wall since then. Yeah, like, I think a lot of them keeping her off of TV has to do with the negative press that she had around her, too. Then, Flor- then Florence, uh, was it Pew? Pew? Florence Pew, that's her name. She played Paige. Yeah, uh, Florence Pew. She's been in quite a few movies. Um, she's Black Widow's sister. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll let Yelena Belova. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. But, uh, but anyways... Uh, I don't know, man. She's super talented, and she's only twenty nine years old. She would honestly, like I said, she's she's done so much in wrestling already that she wouldn't have to wrestle again if she didn't want to, and still have a fucking giant legacy. Like, so what group is she gonna manage in AEW then? She don't need to manage nobody. She needs to wrestle. <laughs> she, can, she, she she needs she to be the one. Over, she can take over the bad. She needs the one who comes right. She needs to not take him over, but she Her, needs to be the one who comes. Chris Statlander, Jamie Hader. 
No, if they don't have her come beat Jade Cargill, then they need to have Paige show up and win. <laughs> one, of, one of them's not British. <laughs> if anything, they need to have her win the women's title immediately and then not have her off TV for three weeks after that. She could be the next member of fucking Blackpool Combat Club. That would be really interesting. It really <laughs> would. That would be cool, I think. And she's a worker, right? So it'd be neat to see her in there just she whipping the be. shit. There ain't going to be no Blackpool Combat Club once John Moxley becomes world champion. Well, uh, you don't think they'll do that with him as champ? That's the whole. I'm just fucking with idea. You. Of the thing is to collect all. That's the belts, why I just right? said. That's why I just. That's why I've been calling him Mick Foley because, like you know, in '99 when they had took the belt off Austin and then they couldn't keep it on the Rock, they had to have a transitional champ to get back to Austin. You know, there's people <laughs> injured right now and they need someone just to hold the belt real quick. And they pick Moxley. I personally would want Kyle O'Reilly myself, but something different i think the people would have been around behind it and i think kyle o'reilly and the dude that is supposed to wrestle cm punk is now gonna wrestle moxley i think him and o'reilly would have had a better match than him and moxley will that's just my personal opinion no they're those two haven't actually got their singles match that they wanted just because you think kyle o'reilly will have a good match with anybody I think Kyle O'Reilly will have 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 a good match with with everybody i've never seen him have a bad match ever what's what i'm saying like i I think overall, and I think it's so different than I think people would like that. And he cut a way better promo going into that match. He wrestled twice that night. John Moxley had wrestled once, which I think is kind of bullshit. Kind of makes him the heel right away. Uh, I don't know, man. I just and and especially if it's the you know the Bullet Club pay per view, right? Yeah, he's part of the Super uh, Elite or whatever bit, the fuck. It's the Forbidden Door. So like, why wouldn't you want him to be in the championship match then? Like, I don't get it, man. He's he's a hell of a worker. Like. Even they let X-Pac in the main event in the championship match one time. <laughs> they did. He made a minute. I mean, he did. He made a minute more than once, but as far as a WWF championship match goes, he made a minute in, I think not. I think Talk it was, about Kyle O'Reilly. He made a minute on Wednesday night. Yeah, I'm saying he needs to main event in that pay-per-view in fucking this next, this next week, though, against the fucking... So, uh, Tony Khan's going to give John Moxley his championship with fans. And to be honest with you... I would rather see CM Punk and fucking Kyle O'Reilly than CM Punk and John Moxley. Actually, really, I I think uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi is probably going to win the belt because okay. CM Punk really That's wants even to stupider. wrestle him. That's even stupider because now he's going to fucking now they're going to need to find somebody to be a mouthpiece for him. Well, okay, we just took it off somebody that's that your cha- best chance to this. This is your best chance to have a Japanese wrestler. I over guess, but in they, America. they just took a title off of a guy who couldn't get over, and now they're going to put it on another guy who it's equally not going to have people. This guy's going to people <sighs> have go. Oh, I don't know who that is. I ain't going to watch. And just some fucking dude with blonde hair out here that walks around and points oh, at the crowd a lot. I haven't gave a shit about the, the championship in a long time. Like, if you're going to want to watch AEW until, until someone like that comes back, then it's going to have to be just for Wardlow. <laughs> because there ain't no reason to watch it for the title right now. There just ain't no reason. That's what I've been saying this whole time anyway. The only reason I even watched the pay-per-view is MJF and Wardlow. Especially if they give it to, what, what what's his name? Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi, yeah. That's if they give it to him, then... Well, he's technically not in the match yet. He's got to beat Goto, but he'll that's be, probably going to happen. He'll be in the match. and Maybe not, then. Maybe they let him not win the match. That way they can keep maybe him out Goto. of it. And then it's John Moxley and that dude in some kind of weird hardcore barbed wire match. They're fucking, maybe we'll get a real exploding ring this time. He's Dick to Go's Japanese third cousin. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> not even close. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Dick to go with that fucking pay per view in the next couple of weeks. Though. He's around. He's still <laughs> it's, managing. It's go to, not to go. Oh. <laughs> the G and the T are in separate places. Let's <laughs> see me some motherfucking goddamn talking Mitch Noku for it's uh, over with. Uh, he didn't take the W or didn't take the. Uh, How are you going to let Trent get the win? <laughs> Figuring Trent was in the match for all of us Someone to think that he was going to be the one up. to lose. 
So that's the only guy that's excited about it. That one guy right there. And he's like, like yeah. yeah. I'm the only one in this whole section that loved it. Everybody else wanted Will Ospreay. <laughs> Actually, it was great when Will Ospreay showed up on a Wednesday night because, like, you could tell the people that knew who Will Ospreay was and the people that are just going to cheer. Because, like, when his music first hit, you had that small little pop of people going, holy shit. And then, they, and then it shows Will Ospreay's name. And then everybody else is like, I've heard of that guy. I know him. <laughs> I was just like, well, look who it is. I thought, well, as soon as I seen his face, I thought, well, maybe Ricochet won't be too far behind. I got to be honest with you. He didn't look like he used to back in the day. And like, and they didn't say Osprey for a minute. So like, I, I was sitting there confused for it. Like, who's this fuck now? And then like, I didn't even like, <laughs> who's this fuck now? I stopped even paying attention. I, I watched the whole goddamn thing. Didn't you know. You got to talk into the microphone. No. Didn't know it was Will Ospreay that fucking debuted till the next day when somebody told me about it. What, me? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was Will Ospreay. <clears throat> Which, I mean, he does look different than he just did a few months ago. So That's all I could think of. That means that Ricochet can't be too far behind and they can have a good match, right? Well, yeah, figuring Ricochet just lost the Intercontinental title. so They ain't done shit with Ricochet, but like honestly... Now that I've seen Ricochet shit, I'm less excited about Will Ospreay's, and I can see why they're coming in all no-named and shit, but I'll still turn it on a couple more times for a Will Ospreay. I might get to see him next Wednesday or Friday. Well, I mean, that'll be sweet. What were we even talking about that originally started all this? Paige? Paige. Okay. <laughs> Soraya? I think it's time for the rumor roundup. <laughs> oh, it's, it's time for Clint's rumor roll-up? The rumor roll-up. Okay. Oh, roll-up. My bad. <laughs> you got one for us this week? Yeah. Don't be stealing stuff, Dick. <laughs> you get us in trouble. <laughs> oh, actually, this this first, this first. So um, there's been uh, some stuff uh, from the Vice channel that's come out. And... Oh, shit. Hold on. Okay. So um, you, everybody knows that uh, Dark Side of the Ring is currently on hold. Um, the show drew great ratings for the network, but there was said to be a turning point in the show when, the, after the controversial plane ride from Hell episode that included stories about what happened in the fa- infamous 2002 plane ride in WWE wrestlers with WWE wrestlers on board, the story noted that several legends were contacted and passed on participating. Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone have said publicly on their podcast that they would not be returning to take part in any future shows. Uh, the story adds uh, that creators Evan Husney and Jason Eisner will now be involved in a new Vice project, project that will have a sanitized tone and is being described as a show with campfire talks about the old days of wrestling in WWE. Uh, WWE will also be heavily involved with the show with big names including Stone Cold Steve Austin. And in March, WWE issued a press release to announce that they have expanded their deal with ANA to produce 130 new hours. 130 new hours of programming and Annie has taken ownership stake uh, in Vice TV. So basically fucking WWE is going to be A&E bought Vice? Basically WWE. That's what happened to MLW on Vice. (laughs) Basically WWE is going to start putting Stone Cold podcast on fucking there and the Rocks. Remember they said the Rocks going to start having some program on there as well. Some wrestling involved program. Oh yeah. So Campfire talks about wrestling in WWE. That's the Stone Cold podcast. So they're just probably going to put replays of that on there from the WWE Network or something, and maybe I mean, new episodes. I mean, the, Under- the Undertaker's got that show coming out too. They can put that on there. Or Easy's going to talk too. So, mm, I guess. Actually, they showed. Was it? Was it during Hell in a Cell that they showed the previews for AEW or A? Not AEW. A and E. The next round of uh, 
I don't know. I watched the replay of it. They showed the next round of uh, biographies, and it's like Lex Luger. I think British Bulldog's part of it. The Undertaker. They, they were all well. British Bulldog and Lex Luger were on that original WWE shit. The icons or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think they took it from the icons and made it into the biographies. They only did two episodes of that icon show and then turned it into the A and E show. Well, there were three. You had Beth Phoenix, R V D, and uh, oh, Yokozuna. I forgot about Rob Van Dam's. That's because. He's not as important as Yokozuna, I guess. <laughs> uh, I got a tweet from Dave Meltzer on fucking Cody Rhodes' Hell in the Cell match. He gave it, it a five six stars. He gave it five stars. Rhodes won two crossroads and then a sledgehammer shot. This was among the most compelling matches in pro wrestling history. That's his quote. Mm-hmm. All right. From Uncle Dave? Mm-hmm. One of the most compelling? He, he gave it five stars. It's the first time he gave a WWE match five stars in the... 11 years um i got ryback tweet you want to hear it uh, at cody Rhodes will be finding out i've watched at true kofi wrestle his whole career with uh, no pecs and be successful <laughs> uh, i'm still trying to process uncle dave here giving wwe praise he also gave the uh, women's match that kicked off the show like four and a half stars what was the women's show uh it was the oscar becky lynch uh bianca belair match did I not even want? I didn't even watch Hell in the Cell, did I? It opened I up the show. The thing is, the match the night before at the house show was even better. That had Alexa Bliss in it, and it was a fatal four way. <laughs> they were getting their practice in. Alexa was there to take all the bumps for Bianca. Because <laughs> I was telling Ashley what was happening in the match before it would happen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's about to do this. <laughs> How do you know? I saw it last night. <laughs> That's funny. I had to send the cowboy gift to Doozer. I'm sorry. <laughs> a cowboy gift? Mm-hmm. Gif, yeah. Gif. Oh, Gif. I gotcha. Or Jif. He still has that. Pronounce. <laughs> you know we're on the rumor roll up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> that's about the worst bout of ADD I've seen out of you, Clint. Well, that's because he's over there playing drug dealer with two different phones. Yeah. <laughs> So important. Yeah, I, gotta have two phones. I got to try to work the TV too. I got too many things oh, going on. Flintstone two phones. Uh, what culture has learned that Thunder Rosa is very frustrated with like a television time in AEW and her unhappiness was amplified this week on dynamite when she was only, when she was the only AEW champion not featured on the show, which that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was like her match with Serena D, but double or nothing has never happened. And then they actually cut her mic time the other night. They had a good, she had a good match with uh, Marina Shafir. But I was going to say, she was on the mic right before that. And as she was talking, they just started playing her music and straight cut Thunder Rosa's promo off. That's because she's the female Eddie Kingston. All she does is, la <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, you can wrestle. Shut up. She's mad. Stop talking, Lamara Mara. Yeah. Boom, drop the mic. But also, she was <laughs> she was sick, I guess, on Dynamite this last week, uh, and the doctor sent her home. So she's complaining about shit. Yet at the same time, she went home because she didn't feel good, or maybe she found out she wasn't. <laughs> maybe she found out she wasn't on TV, and she was like, you know what, fuck this, I got a stomachache, I'm going and home. Then, and then after the end of the Maria Shafir match, uh, how Tony Storm comes out to save her or whatever, and then Tony picks up the title and hands it to her. So you kind of think that Tony's going to be the next program. I read a report from Uncle Dave that they're going to bring a Joshi Pro woman over here, which I can't remember her name right now. What the fuck's a Joshi Pro? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. What <laughs> is a Joshi Pro, my man? One of the Japanese women wrestlers from like one of their main promotion over there. You got Stardom, and then you got Tokyo Joshi Pro or something like that. So they're going to bring over their big star. Hmm. <laughs> It's one of those deals that uh, 
fucking uh, uh, Christopher Daniels put together because he how he's EVP of public relations. Yeah. Or, yeah. He put together a deal with those guys. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure she's going to come over here and wrestle. And I haven't heard her name pronounced before, so I'm not even going to try because I'll probably <laughs> slaughter it. <laughs> um. So, you know, Lacey Evans got sent back to SmackDown and they were going to repackage her as a heel. Yeah. Now they're talking about repackaging her as a face. Yeah, they already did last night on SmackDown. We'll so, talk about it later. They're they're real confused with Lacey Evans and don't know what to do. <laughs> and can't figure it out quite, quite what they're doing with that. Even though she's kind of doing the Cody in AEW where, like, she talks like a heel, but she's a face. <laughs> like, I know I'm better than you, but I'm not, I got to go to the ring first to prove it. Uh, I mean, that's Steve Austin shit. Just in a different way. She's a little more cocky with it. She's MJF with it. <laughs> Stone Cold just says he's going to whip your ass once a day, every week, and then twice on Sunday. Oh, all right. Uh, Brian Danielson missed a scheduled appearance on Sunday due to an undisclosed injury sustained at double or nothing that he's unable that he was unable to fly from, but it's nothing serious. Not He's not going to miss any real time. That's how Chris Candido fucking died. Well, he had a broken leg and got a blood flaw. Blood, blood clot when he flew. He could just have like a concussion. You're not supposed to fly with shit like that, I do believe. Mm. It could cause you to get like a brain bleed or like a fucking what Chris Candido had a blood clot in your head or whatever and you could die. So The different altitudes and all that crap. Yeah. So probably safe that he stays at home anyway. He's kind of somewhat fragile. It means he had to drive all the way to Washington? No, he didn't go. He just said fuck it and stayed probably no. wherever he was at. It's Brian Danielson. He's just having a bender in Vegas for two weeks. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I don't think he drinks. He probably drinks like like Kale shakes. Eucalyptus that gets you wasted or something. <laughs> if you drink enough of this eucalyptus, it makes you see weird shit. <clears throat> it definitely makes your tongue numb. Out there throwing karate <laughs> kicks in his backyard and shit. Uh, AEW supposedly knew CM Punk was injured after his six-man tag on Dynamite, uh, but they didn't know he needed surgery until shortly after that. And then I guess the same night, because they taped them, a lot of the times they taped them shows together. They had him come back out on the same night and tell everybody well, that. No, actually, that show was two separate ones. Uh they were in L.A. Wednesday, and then Friday night they were in Ontario, uh, California. Uh, Scorpio Sky will be <laughs> having an MRI done on an injury that he hopes is not serious. So interim TNT champ at the same time? Or no, they'll just, just have Wardlow squash him with a powerbomb and take the we ball can have a, We can have another tournament. <laughs> Here's the dumb fucking thing. You're introducing a brand new title. Why would you have Wardlow come out and say he wants to go for the TNT title and just having him win the fucking inaugural tournament to be the first All Atlantic champion? All Atlantic. I hope they give. Yeah. It, I hope they give it to Miro. It's just me. It's God's favorite champion. I don't know that I give a shit about the tournament. It's not even actually it's a tournament. It's not even a tournament. The, there's it's a pretty there's, belt. There's four. There's four win-ins, and then in, those four will have a fatal four-way at Forbidden Door. To me, it's. Um, whoever uh how they what they do with the belt after they the guy wins it but once again we're, there's gonna be so many fucking belts on AEW. you're not gonna know what to keep up with there's no point in having that many belts they're just ain't, they're just ain't. <laughs> well they're finally adding the mid-card title because they have a television they already title. have a mid-card they title. should use the fucking owen hart belt then talent television title is a mid-card title fucking yeah, yeah but like that's something wwe never did right the tv title should be 
That up, should be the bio, that should defended be up, every week or whatever. Yeah, that's that's, that's where your D title. That's where your up and right, com- right, right. that's where your up and comers go. And then there once be you a prove belt your, in between there, though. Yeah, when you prove yourself, then you go on to the next belt. Well, see, that's what they did with the light heavyweight and title. Like WCW used to have like you'd have that's where the action was at and shit. And then and then you had the, the American United. Championship. And if you're the American Championship, you're automatically the number one contender for the. I mean, the United States. Or, no. Yeah, United States title. I mean, but. And then if you were too little, you were in the cruiserweight division. Now, sometimes it wasn't little guys that were in the cruiserweight division. They just put them down there just like to Leparka. do it. Or Jericho. <laughs> well, Jericho was little when he first started. Mm, I think he was probably he was, a little too big to be wrestling people like Hooventude when he looked like a fucking eh. giant next to Hoovy. Hoovy's too big, too. Really? Nah. When you got people like Dino and Rey Mysterio in there as your top. I guess, but Rey Mysterio looked like a 12-year-old until he was like last week. He still looks like a 12-year-old with wrinkles. He looks worse now because he was on steroids for a while. <laughs> so he's like a jacked-up 12-year-old. He's like that little dude that used to remember when we were younger and that little kid was like super muscular. <laughs> Stretch marks and shit and at 12. now he's like really super odd-looking and shit because his bones are all fucked up. He talks funny. Um, while there was no real indication he'd show up for fan speculation about Bray Wyatt returning to WWE at Hell in the Cell on Twitter all weekend, increased demand for ticket sales to show uh, in the secondary market. So them fucking basically pretending like Bray Wyatt was going to show up got a shitload of people to buy tickets <laughs> to go to Hell in the Cell thinking he was going to show up and walk ups, fucking destroy everybody in the main event, I guess. Live from Chicago, Illinois. Or Rosemont, Illinois. <laughs> it's not. It's not technically Chicago people, but okay. I mean, depends on who you talk to in that area, though. Some people would tell you they're from Chicago in that area, and other people would be like, they're not from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're from downstate, so that's a fucking suburb. Oh, uh, here's a good one. Stephanie McMahon's leave of absence from WWE was executed by her father, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I've seen that. And then, uh, she put out her first tweet today, too, uh, Find it. She was at some game or some shit. Um, a Business Insider article. Uh, fr- uh, the author. It's a Business Insider article. I don't know what that is. Uh, said that the company wasn't seeing enough growth in sponsorship and marketing with Stephanie as chief brand officer. When someone is moved out of a company, it's usually the result of something not working. We took a stronger control of that a few months ago. So basically Vince McMahon's trying to put his fingers more into it, I guess. She uh, con- she congratulated the Oklahoma softball team on winning the college softball World Series, and put a picture of that and said that there was def- hashtag Triple H. There are definitely some prospects for WWE. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, Meltzer is speculating that um, key people in the company wanted to bury her. <laughs> Uh, something after she left, uh, clearly the company did a total 180 on her after about the two about two weeks after she left. Something about there's something else going on maybe. It's probably Bruce Pritchard stirring the pot. Um, she which, oh, which you um, see he has to have surgery on a torn yeah. rotator cuff. So yeah. Meltzer's trying to say and and holding it hard that Stephanie it was her decision to step away, not Vince McMahon's decision to step away is what it is. But somebody from the inside of the company because she trying couldn't to get a sponsor like Stridex right there. I think that <laughs> SummerSlam presented I, by Stridex. I think Dave thinks there's an actual storyline going the on. Stridex there. gum? No, Stridex is the fucking uh, face cleaning shit for zits. Oh. <laughs> Um, Sean Ross uh, is reporting the MJF no showing his double or nothing weekend meet and greet was not a work. 
Well, I mean, we haven't seen him since his pipe bomb. Want to be pipe bomb? Supposedly, AEW discussed breaking into his hotel room to check on him. He also said canceling the meet and greet cost the company ten thousand dollars. <laughs> says he says, Saps is claiming that if anyone other than MJF or Tony Khan claims to 100% know what's going on, they're not telling the truth. He's added, uh, not sure TK knows 100% what's going on. Sounds like he's letting fucking letting him Brian Pillman it a little bit. They're both in on it. Oh, I'm sure they probably it's are. It's a work. Let's hope it don't end up like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, though. <laughs> and fucking guys hated each other for years, right? Be, well, no, it's going to be like Vince, Vince, Vince let Sasha and Naomi do it, so now we got to do something. So, MJF, you can go home for a while. Is this how we announce TK on TV as a character every week? Like, the MJF screwed MJF and... <laughs> so uh i don't know man but we got to move on to some fucking way more far out shit than that <laughs> so um I'm scared what he just looked at edge is going to be working as a baby face going forward even though he's got a broken face i was gonna say he's hurt right i hope he, i hope they put a mask he on took, him he took a concerto i hope they put a mask on him like fake undertaker oh no and then they bring back fucking big Cass, and then put him in Edge's gear and put a mask on him, and then he can be fake Edge. And everybody be like, this isn't really Edge. He's way too big. Well, there's other, have real well, Edge there's other, big Cass. There's other reports that they want to bring him back to be his little brother. I, I hope that's not true. But i seen that he's done, <sighs> with, he's done with Impact, and they do kind of look similar. It would How are they going to bring him back to TV as anything other than big Cass? Uh, it would like, be neat to see him as fake Edge. Because he rebuilt himself as more as he? Well, I get that, but like he was super famous and over in WWE for a while. Come on, As, man. Elias, so, Elias is Ezekiel. <laughs> um, Edge has said that there was talk in WWE of the Judgment Day going more supernatural, and he was completely opposed to it. So that's why they so kicked now his ass out the group. Well, now quick. it's going to... Kevin Owens is his brother, Ken. <laughs> and now that they've added Finn Balor, you know, the demon and all that shit, it'll probably be way super fucking... Yeah, he didn't want to do the supernatural shit. Because it ain't fucking real, and it's cartoony and comic-y and horse shit. And yeah. Edge is even like, this is bullshit, pal. No one will get, no one will get over with it. The cult shit was cool, because that's believable. Cults are happening in real life. Supernatural shit, it don't happen to everybody in real life. It just happens to certain folks. Right, Brent? Yeah. I mean, unless you're the demon and you get, get kicked into that extra gear. Are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> it's just... It's, hey, come on. God was it's on... It's Vince McMahon insulting people like God, Avatar God, and... God was on Roman Reigns' side. Nobody broke that goddamn uh, it's turnbuckle. It's just Vince McMahon insulting people. It's like Avatar and Mantar and shit in like the mid-90s. Like everybody knows better. You're fucking marking out for God's favorite wrestler and then shitting <laughs> on that shit at the same time. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> Miro's gonna replace the God. Miro's remember? got a problem. He's like, uh, he's like fucking, uh, what's her name's mom and fucking Carrie. Your goddamn dryer's about to take flight. It's a dog. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's a dog moving around in the kennel. God she's, dryers. she's losing. I thought hair. it was zippers and a dryer. She's losing hair real bad, so she had to be left in there. Otherwise, it'd be there'd be hair all over the fucking place in here right now. Uh, I think it's under my chair. Yeah, it's on the floor. He ain't going nowhere for a little while. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> but I don't even remember what I was talking about now. Uh, <laughs> fucking supernatural edge bullshit. Yeah, yeah, even fucking he knows, dude. The brood wasn't even overly supernatural like that. <laughs> the brood was even more of a realistic cult like dude just dudes who want to be vampires out here drinking blood and doing wild shit and dumping blood on people yeah but it wasn't like over the top supernatural fucking speaking to spirits praying their to whole, demons their whole shit. song was speaking to, oh yeah oh i'm saying uh, bum, 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 
they they had it right with the cult shit, and I think that too many people were comparing it to. Speaking of music, real quick, how you were last week we were talking about, or was it two weeks ago we were talking about public domain wrestling songs and all that. Since we use Anchor FM, we can use any song that's on Spotify as long as I edit the thing through Spotify. And there's a whole WCW album of music I could put on here. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> EO shrives that with an injury. Well, immediately, immediately American Made has to <laughs> make an appearance. It does not. <laughs> EO shrives out with an injury, and it's unclear what the injury is or how long she'll be out, but WWE also has nothing creatively for her going forward. So. Oh, so she gets to be NXT's version of Bailey? I guess. <laughs> Um, the Miz is slated to supposedly be on a future episode of Stone Steve Austin's podcast, so nobody perfect balls. Nobody watched that episode. Ginormous Ignor- balls. <laughs> that shit was fucking funny, man. Just that little meme was <laughs> everything I needed to see. Really, I mean, I'm sure the rest of it was a really bad segment, but that shit was just. just the ma- I mean, the match was good. Is it's the Miz and Riddle. I mean, it was just all right. I mean. You had Maurice hanging out of her dress, which was okay, too. It's always a good thing, huh? Yeah. So, MJF has supposedly been telling people he wants to explore his options in Hollywood, and he's been talking about this since March to different people. (laughs) That's a new one. It's going to be in, like, action movies? Who knows? I, don't, I think there's a lot of horse shit just getting flung around different directions to keep people from thinking about when he's going to show up at a wrestling event or what he's going to do next. To be honest with you, I don't think he's big enough to be doing things like this right now. He's, I mean, it's helping him get his name out there more, but even still yet, he hasn't done he's anything. He's got a WWE run he still needs to do first. He like said he hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> he hasn't won a championship. He hasn't beat any mega fucking superstar that would be like, oh God, fucking he beat Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Other than this is the biggest thing right here that he's ever done. Who are we talking about again? MJF. MJF. This is the biggest thing he's ever done right here, right now. CM Punk and his shit was great. Yeah, but this is the biggest thing he's ever done. It has people outside of the company talking about it. It has WWF taking a look at him now. It has fucking ESPN talking about it. He didn't... ESPN didn't talk about MJF before that. Nobody did. Us. Fucking AEW marks. Super huge wrestling fans. That's not true. Their dog dog collar match was the shit. Yeah, but who else was talking about it outside of wrestling fans? Everybody has been talking about MJF, motherfucker. Twitter Mm -hmm. is on fire. Fucking his mom be talking shit about him Wrestling sites on Twitter have been on fire about it. (laughs) ESPN has not been on fire about it until now. With CM Punk coming back and shit, that was mainstream Now, like, with news people fucking... With CM Punk coming back, You think the Wardlow shit was fucking better than fucking CM Punk shit? The match itself, we learned probably that, not. We learned the Wardlow is going to be a big star, probably. I don't I mean, think the match got, was, but the, le- the whole story. Stars. The whole story was really good. It was like what a three-year long story, almost two-year long. However long AEW's been open, about it's two three, years, three years, three-year three years. long story they've had going. So I mean, it had a good ending to it. Got Wardlow built to look like a monster. Let's see what they do with it. Like right 20, now, right now, twenty man in the ring at the same time. They fucked it up the other night by having fucking uh, Scorpio Sky come out and look like a fucking tough guy in a goddamn Waldo shirt. <laughs> Wardlow should have been the one come out and fucking interrupt Scorpio Sky's interview and make Scorpio Sky look like the bitch, not Wardlow standing in the ring like, ooh, fucking. I don't want to be the champion. I want to. I want to get CM Punk. It just didn't make any sense why fucking Scorpio Sky. Now nah, we'll get into that shit later, I guess, but. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's just I, I think this right here is the biggest thing he's ever done yet, and we'll see where it goes from here. Because I don't, 
to me, he's done some really fun stuff in wrestling, but there's nothing extremely memorable that he's done that's yeah, going right. to have me 10 Being years. a good guy in fucking New York and then fucking bad guy in, in fucking in 10 there years there ain't nothing in that thing and 10 years Dude, just, the best thing he did was like when covid first started and he sat out for like three months with a fucking broken pinky because he's like i'm about ready to come back from my injury <laughs> <laughs> and it was all vignettes about i'm better than you and you know uh, his fucking uh thing with jericho fucking made a bunch of waves too trying to do musicals and shit <laughs> um brian alvarez brian, brian alvarez is intended at more wwe releases coming soon um he said they evaluate you now and if they if you aren't getting any better you're done for and, yeah 60 days or 90 days uh, apparently some evaluations including some names you would know and some you may get to see some changes coming to nxt 2.0 very soon so i mean there's probably gonna be another crop of nxt cats you let go because they're just not perf- they're suck dude <laughs> this is what happens when you go and hire fucking people that they run track. So now they're going to be pro wrestlers. They jump real high in the fucking bar. So now he's going to be a pro wrestler. He swims real fast. They're all, he's all a the Swedish greats, soccer player. All the greats and, are and like then that. You, and then you give them 30. Not when them, they're fucking training them the way they're training them. And then you give them 90 days to improve and they can learn how they barely can learn how to run the ropes in 90 days. They're, they don't train. They're training wrestlers like they train people work at the grocery store now. <laughs> That's why Randy Orton's probably they're saying they're saying right. There's rumor going around right now that Randy Orton might not be coming back to wrestling. He's tired of wrestling people that fucking injure him all the time. I don't blame him. <laughs> what the fuck. I mean, his next opponent's going to be Roman. He was right on Pat McAfee's show going fucking. They don't know shit. They shouldn't be in the ring. They shouldn't be on the ring on a Monday night. Right. It's these fucking indie marks pushing these fucking five foot two non athletes that fucking. There ain't there no ain't, more of them guys. No these marks. are all WWF guys now. All WWF right, right. homegrown the Vince very McMahon beginning bought of that. Him though, and Johnny Ace they Talent just purged it out. Like no, he was talking about the guys that they are just now bringing up to the main roster, hurting people. Like he, like, and it was like the week fucking, after fucking Big E got dropped on his head by Ridge Holland that he was talking about it, saying these guys don't know shit. They shouldn't be here. That's what he was talking about. Not the fucking Adam Coles and other people like that that were putting on decent matches down there. He's talking about all these guys that have been there for two weeks and now they're on the fucking main roster for no reason at all, doing shit they shouldn't be doing, especially fucking over-to-head, belly-to-belly suplexes on the outside of the ring. You're the only person you can say about that's Ridge Holland. No, I'm sure there's other people that have fucked up. I just don't watch it every week to find out. Because <laughs> I can't, because it's sad-ass shit, man. It's untrained motherfuckers, and I just, it's bad. Like, you know why you can't watch it. The writing, the acting, it's... It ain't the wrestling, I guess, the most, but like the writing and the booking so bad on they're, it. They're they're starting to climb up out of it. They've had know. the most interesting pay per views here lately. I'd rather lick an ashtray than fucking watch a WWE show right now. That's not true. When you you, got like fucking, the last two you have to have a fucking countdown to Cody on your show to fucking let people know when the actual wrestling match is gonna be on, and that's a sad fucking fact. <laughs> and my backlash pay per view is really good. Hell in the uh, Cell this, was not a good pay per view. Overall, this, it wasn't. This week, you had a countdown to the new member of the Judgment Day. And you have two Hell in a Cell matches, I think, and they weren't a part, really. I mean, I understand with Cutting. Yeah, that's all they should be. You had one, one. You had one Hell in a Cell match. Well, it was just one, wasn't it? You and I understand why one. you couldn't incorporate that, but like... You're not about to bitch about fucking six matches in a row being a Hell in a Cell last year and shit, and then fucking be like, oh, you only had one match? No, I'm just saying... It, I think that they should have just not had a Hell in a Cell match. I get it. Or they it should have called Hell in a Cell. They should have moved the Cody and Seth to a regular match and gave somebody else a Hell in a Cell match. That way they could have incorporated the Cell into the match because that's the pay per view. And, and just had Cody and Seth do a bull rope match because that's what, it's what it turned into anyway. 
It was, there was, I mean, there it was were some third. tables and chairs and a sledgehammer. It was the third match in that Hell in a Cell. I think they used it Hell was, in a Cell the right way. It was the main event. It was the third match of their fucking sh- oh, run. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I, that's yeah. what the Hell in the Cell's invented They for. didn't really use the cell, the though, because they, Cody was hurt and couldn't climb it and do other shit with it, though. So they did what they could in the ring and around the ring. But as far as the cell goes, it was a non-factor in the whole entire match. It wasn't even... Yeah, they threw, he I threw them into it to, once or twice. Yeah, they threw each other into it a couple times. That's it. Other than that, you know someone always goes through it or the fucking door comes off, they go to the top of it, someone climbs off, this falls off the side of it. Someone, I, There's always some kind of implication for the cage to be involved, what's, and it wasn't involved whatsoever. Then I understand they're trying to tone shit down, I guess, a little bit. Even though if Shane McMahon was in it, they would have surely threw his ass off the top of it. Because what, <laughs> was it last year Drew McIntyre went off the side of it, through the table, something like that? Oh, fuck, I Maybe. don't Maybe. Someone did. I guaranteed someone did. But... Like I said, they should have well, just the went last, ahead. The and last time it was actually Hell in a Cell, because I think they canceled Hell in a Cell last year and then just had a Hell in a Cell match in Saudi between Seth and Edge. I don't know. I think they had Hell in a Cell last year. But either way. No, it was, it was, supposed, to, it was supposed to be. Now they're talking, dog. Are you sure? Hell in a Cell was supposed to be oh. in between uh, <laughs> Royal Rumble and Survivor Series, and they just canceled it, and then they did day one. So they didn't even have Hell in a Cell last year. I don't know. Why? Either way, they just they, why, they should have we went have ahead a, and why like. Why do we have the Thrashers or Mosher Thrashers? Mosh and Thrasher, the yeah. Headbangers. Yeah. Why, why, <laughs> why do we have them golfing? What do you mean? They were the new shit in '97. They were cool. They were the rage, man. Everybody loved these motherfuckers when they first came out, and then real some, wet, real men wear dresses. Somehow they uh, the writing and that stuff just well the one of them towards ACL and that shit's bad basically ruined their whole run. No, I'm just trying to figure out why the fuck they're golfing. I I, I had, could, for a million dollar Discovery was, Zone SummerSlam. I don't think challenge. that had anything to do with that, but there's <laughs> no noise, so we don't know what was going on. But one of them got struck by a bolt of lightning. <laughs> oh, the blackjacks! Oh, the new blackjacks, bud. Blackjack Mulligan and Blackjack, Blackjack Bradshaw, get them. Okay, what else you got? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I was about to start watching Ron. Forget about doing all this just a second ago. That's, 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 that's fine. And that's how the show normally happens. Be like, ooh, look shiny. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bray Wyatt was released by WWE last year for things that I probably shouldn't talk about it because it could happen because it could open a can of worms. Uh, this is all Dave Meltzer. Well, then why'd you open your fucking mouth, Uncle Davey? Uh, Bray or needed, Bray was the third. That day. Bray, Bray was the third or fourth highest paid star on the roster at the time he was let go. But supposedly Dave Meltzer knows the real reasons why he was released, and he, he can't oh, say nothing because of the of worms. worms. This guy, every other fucking Dave was fucking dungeon. Sit down in your pile of papers. Um, like the match between Hangman Page and Okada <laughs> was not planned for Forbidden Door on June 26th. Yeah, now the rumor is it's going to be triple threat. With Adam Cole, yeah. And the, whoever wins at Dominion, either Jay White or Okada. Uh, Charlotte wasn't scheduled to be at SmackDown last night. I didn't watch it, so I don't know if she was on there or not. She wasn't. Uh, during she the interview... Been she's been gone because she's married. Yeah, but on Andrade... No, she broke her arm. Andrade oh. came back, so... Uh, during an interview with Liam Stewart of Inside the Ropes, Davy Boy Smith Jr. said that prior to his WWE, WWE release last year, he heard they planned 
to debut him on SmackDown using the Stampede Stud as his ring name. Thank God they yeah, let him go. I've read that. That's so funny. He wrestles tonight for... Today's the 11th, right? Yeah. He wrestles at the NWA pay-per-view tonight for the Tag Team Championships. Hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee verbally accepted Dana White's offer to be in Paris, France on September 3rd for a UFC event, which means he could miss WWE Clash at the Castle on the same day in Cardiff, Wales. Is he going to fight? I mean, he'll announce. He'd be on commentary. Oh. I hope he wouldn't fight. Maybe. Which, if he isn't, <laughs> he wrestled in WWE. Why not fight in the UFC? He'd be a jack of all trades and play which in the NFL. He, which, if he's not on the desk, all they do is put Corey Graves with Michael Cole. I feel like he would probably win somehow too, and he would probably <laughs> he would probably fight UFC with like fucking. Uh, he probably just try to punt him real hard. Well, he'd probably fight UFC with the jorts on, even <laughs> right. <laughs> the cut off jean shorts. I could see it. Uh, so. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter is notice, notes that uh, even though Bobby Lashley was ordered to grab a replica belt from a planted fan at ringside after his victory at Hell in a Cell, there is no plan for a title match between Lashley and Roman Reigns. And instead, he's going to be going into a feud with the United States Champion Theory. I don't remember seeing them snatch a belt out of the crowd. I don't think he did. If they did, maybe they cut it off before he did it or something, but I don't. I don't ever remember him reaching. I remember him doing his thing after he won or whatever. Yeah, like, walked, like he walked up the ramp pretty so much. So they had to been like cut it off or something when he did it. It's Flash Funk. He's coming back to GCW. Uh, Is he like 60 now? <laughs> I don't know. He's like a toothless crackhead. And he's that. wrestling Vader. Uh, Adam Cole's been dealing with a series of injuries for longer than people realize, and it includes a labrum injury. Uh, he suffered during his match with Hangman Page. His, I guess his last match with Hangman Page. Shit, that was at... Uh, when the fuck was that? It was a championship match, wasn't it? He wrestled him at Revolution, and then he had a match after that, so like the, a week or two later. The, so it would have been a beach, April. bash at the beach or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah, it would have been at, like April. So... Uh, Gunther has impressed people of influence within WWE due, his, due to his willingness to play ball He's by the, moving to the United States, cha- changing his name, and getting in better shape or looking sickly. I don't know how he's prefer. the brand new Intercontinental Champion. Beat Ricochet last night. And then there's just what I told you guys earlier about the WWE being involved with the Vice stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got for the rumor roll up. Which some of it was rumor, some of it was real, but you know, got to take it all with a grain of salt because nobody really knows except for the people that are there doing it. We don't, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, we haven't been doing the indie uh, much show report, but I mean, there's a few things that we'll kind of incorporate it back into it slowly. And now the indie mud show report. Just the bullet points. I mean, shit's been happening, so a few things. Uh, NXT, I mean, they had their breakout tournament that they normally do. They had the women's version. Uh, Roxanne Perez, the former Roxy, the first Ring of Honor women's champion. Uh, She won the tournament, which according to the contract, she can challenge for any women's championship so she can so go to smackdown get- or she can go to raw and challenge those champions i think she's getting called up for it 
<laughs> that I do not know. I sent Doozer the gif of Clint Eastwood and Josie Wales, and he said, is that a dude from Kilburn? <laughs> it could be. It could very well be. I mean, right after she won it, fucking uh, Mandy Rose came out and pretty much told her to go to Raw or SmackDown because there ain't no way you're winning this title. Right. She'd be dumb if she took it. Then. And then she straight up punched Mandy Rose in the mouth. And then her two little beautiful people jumped on her and then Corey Jade helped her and the Wendy Chu chick came out too. And who knows? There's not actually anybody down in NXT that could probably take the belt off of Mandy Rose. So why? She's the best thing they got going. Like I said, there's nobody down there to take the belt off of her. And if one does, it'll probably be Roxy. (laughs) Um, which the final was against the uh, Tiffany Stratton, the uh, daddy's girl chick that I was telling you about for shit quite a while now. Uh, which that girl's actually getting better every week. Uh, Nikita Lyons was in the tournament. She tore her MCL, so she was out. Uh, she's back now. No, nah, she's still out. Not bad. You tell your MCL, it takes a while. Uh, a couple months. The Lash Legend chick was in it. She ended up kicking somebody in the face on the show, but I wasn't paying that much attention. Uh, they had in your house two new champs. Uh, the Creed brothers beat uh, pretty deadly. Had to, otherwise they were going to get kicked out of Diamond Mine. Yeah, probably. They're still a Diamond Mine. They got to be. What else are they going to do? Kinda like Roderick Strong's the leader. They don't have their mouthpiece anymore, and it seems like the group keeps getting pissed at Roderick. So they're probably going to kick him out. And- it's because he's challenging them every week to be better. That's true. All, they're all millennials who don't think that they're doing. They think they're doing the best <laughs> anyway. And he's like, "No, you got to do a little bit better." He's like, "I'm just going to keep showing up and asking for my request so I can go work with my wife and so, my undisputed brothers." I keep threatening him every week and shit. Like, "We are you going to Roddy? Are you?" And then he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I really am." So you better get out there and win your match. And they're like, "Okay." And then uh, it's really bad, dude. Yeah, it really. Gable, Gable Stevenson's brothers fucking in the group now too. That's weird. Like, he's in NXT, and his brother's, Not. what, thinking about going back to college for one more year. <laughs> so then prolongs his getting drafted to Raw even longer. <laughs> I mean, he was at WrestleMania, and he gave a suplex to, who was that? Whoever kicked his beer out of his hand. What are you talking about? Drink. Sorry. Gable Stevenson at WrestleMania. I was, somebody. I was fucking trying to stay in the zone of life at that point in time. <laughs> I'm not sure. It didn't matter. Hopefully he never steps what, in the WWE because he, he looks shit terrible. That's what it was like. The Street Profits and somebody else and they handed him a drink and then somebody knocked it out of his hands. And Actually, it wasn't. A, I think it was fucking Chad Gable. Oh, yeah. yeah it, was him and, it was him and fucking uh, Otis and somebody else, wasn't it? And the fucking trip six man. No. I guess it was just them in a tag team match, wasn't it? And then he got in the ring after the match was over with because he was outside the ring and well, Shorty was, G walked yeah, over okay, to yeah. the... It was, it was Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and RK Bro. And then Shorty G walked up to him while he was standing ringside and knocked the beer out of his hand. He hopped over and he was like, boom, I'm going to look like Ice Cube's son and then do a really bad wrestling move. <laughs> and hopefully nobody ever sees me again. They announced uh, July 5th, NXT's next TV special. It's going to be the Great American Bash. Um, it's not going to be the Great American Bash. It's going to be the bastardization of what the Great American Bash was at one time. Yeah, probably, but it's still 
Let's call be, a spade a spade here. I mean, they use the Great American Bash. They use Halloween Havoc. Really, su- I'm really surprised. In your they, house. They bastardized yeah. it. In your house stuff kind of made sense I'm a really, bit. really surprised they don't use Bash at the Beach. That's... They might know that the, the AEW doesn't have the thing for it anymore, right? So they might know. But uh, what I would like the best about NXT when they did do that stuff was they always put up the set pieces. It was pretty cool. But now they they do light laser light shows on NXT like the main roster because fucking well, no, uh, it's no, bigger. I was gonna say better gonna laser say, lights. Fuck say, yeah, pal! They love it. I was gonna say uh, so bright the crowd can't year, even see it. Last year's uh, Great American Bash, they had like the two cars and all that shit still. Ah, ah, let's lose the ticket prices. <laughs> and then uh, Apollo Crews is sent back to NXT. English speaking. Yeah, yeah now he's no accent. He's back to he's an English guy again. He does. I tell you what, he should be in movies because he does one of the best English accents I've ever heard out of any any <laughs> foreign person in my entire life. As far as that goes, he could do any movie. I think he actually came out during Braun Breaker's uh, promo that he was doing. He's talking about, well, who's going to be next? And all you hear is Apollo! And the crowd goes fucking nuts. And he comes out and he's like, not saying I'm going to challenge you right now, champ, but it's going to come down the line. But I'm back. This is this is the atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is the atmosphere. Um, he goes, he's back because he, he has I wasn't, else to go. He goes, I wasn't here as long as I wanted to be and didn't get to do what I wanted to do. And Yeah, right. Didn't he win the title and immediately leave? No, he wasn't champ. I thought he won it. You know how over they thought he was in the pandemic era? How hard they were. God, he sucked. Even in in NXT, he didn't. Figuring that's when he won the United States title and the Intercontinental title. I shouldn't say he sucked. He just, there's nothing to him. He's Tony Atlas. He's he's smaller. Charisma vacuum. There's nothing. There's like, it's like they, they had Big E and they thought they had another one just like him. But he wasn't Big E at all. Like he's not. I don't know. I'm trying to compare him to somebody other than he reminds me of Chris Candido. Bobby Lashley, kind of. <laughs> no, not even Bobby Lashley. I don't think he's as talented enough. Chris Candido or somebody like that's who he reminds me of. Just a big <laughs> ass muscle in the ring that can do moves, but there's nothing else going for him. There isn't. He's one trick pony. <laughs> he's a worker. That's it. Never be uh, champ, dog. Hopefully, Brown Breaker fucking. If the only commander. way he would be champ is a lot of people would have to die in succession or get injured. It's commander, Aziz then, commander, commander Aziz was also sent back to NXT, but I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure he's getting repackaged. Yeah, hopefully, be Dabakato. Hopefully, Dabakato. Hopefully damn. not. Hopefully, they release him. <laughs> it's all shit. Terrible. They're all bad and terrible. I need to get rid of all of them. Start over. Uh, Carmelo Hayes won the North American Championship back from Cameron Grimes at In Your House. Um, all the other titles remain the same. Braun Breaker ended up beating Joe Gacy. Toxic Attraction beat uh, Katana Chance or Casey Contanzaro, whatever you want to call her, and Caden Carter. Um, the names are too tongue twisters. That's how you know it's bad, man. <laughs> like I said, uh, Pretty Deadly lost the tag team titles, which. The Creeds are already defending the titles next week against somebody. I'm not sure who. I mean, I watched the show, kind of, but <laughs> I was playing on my phone. I was drinking beer. I was zoning in when shit kind of was happening. Uh, actually, I didn't even. I think I drank a beer and then I went to sleep. <laughs> but, uh, from what uh, I read, in, in Your House was a good pay-per-view for NXT. Uh, 
this from, week. From what I read, <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> How could you? Well, I was at the uh, I was at the uh, yeah. Champagne Saturday Night's main event on the same time that was on. You probably fell asleep anyway, but yeah, probably Breaker with two Ks. I like Breaker with two Ks. That's all the thing. The only thing they got going for them other than Mandy Rose is that guy, and he's even losing steam. I feel like. What's he done that they've really talked about? No one's even Jim Cornette quit talking about him a long time ago. Who's that? Breaker with two Ks. Oh. Well, they don't really obviously have anybody to challenge him now. Maybe that's why they sent Apollo back. I should send him to the main I mean, because uh, Solo Sequoia is going for the North American title. <coughs> which, honestly, behind... <laughs> yeah, I can't get over that fucking guy's name, bro. Sequoia Seminice. Behind Braun Breaker, he's probably the next one that's even worth a shit on the roster. He's going to be the Uso who's alone. <laughs> uh, alone like the okay. Sequoia uh, tree in the... Ah, <laughs> that's it. Solo he's a, Sequoia. He's a movie uh, can't fighter. chop him down. <laughs> at, at, at In Your House, uh, Legado Del Fantasma lost to Tony D'Angelo's family, so now Santos Escobar and his group are now part of that family. Tough leg, strong as a tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Muay Thai fighter. Put him in some shorts. Uh, the Nathan Frazier kid looks talented as shit. He's the Ben Carter kid that fought against Scorpio Sky on uh, a dynamite that they put on at like 11 o'clock at night one night because of NFL or NHL, NBA, and all that shit. He's the kid that was trained by uh, Seth Rollins. Hmm. I um, still don't know him. <laughs> I, I just, he was on NXT UK. I'd love to be a fly on the wall whenever Vince McMahon's trying to get somebody hyped about not using their own family name. <laughs> just think about it, pal. You, what, do you, what do you want to be like? Oh, you know, I, I kind of like to be with my dad or my uncle. You know, he was a wild Simone, and, and you know, Roman's got this in the rock. You know, he had this. It was really cool. No, no. You're an MMA fighter, pal. It'll get so much better over. And the best part is every time he comes out, all you hear is, oose, oose, oose. <laughs> and, and, then, and even the people talking to him, they're like, we know who your family is. They're and then I'd, I'd like to see the look on the wrestler's face as they have to be like, you know what? I really like that. And then they have to turn around and go, you know what? I would hate to have my family name. It would just hold me back. I picked this name. I really did. Okay. That's why you sound like a stripper. <laughs> Breaker's a stripper? They all sound like strippers. Every single one of them sounds like male and female strippers. They're all entertainers. Names. They don't sound like names anymore. They just sound like strippers now. <laughs> sound like fucking horrors for the wrestling business, and that's probably why I don't like to watch WWE anymore. Vince McMahon became the guy. Breaker was his name before he ever got there. <laughs> so he took Vince a, McMahon. So he, so he called so he him took, himself in that in college, and he so he took pitched his, that idea. Vince McMahon. So he took uh, the short version of his last name and then a nickname and made his name. Vince right. McMahon. Um, has, has has become the godfather, and he's pimping hoes nationwide. <laughs> and literally nationwide. Uh, I could talk about NWA real quick, just for the fact that uh, they have a show this weekend, pay-per-view, it's called Always Ready, named after Matt Cordona, who's now not going to be in the match. He's injured, right? Yeah, he had successful surgery on a torn bicep. So now there's speculation that... Because he's supposed to go against Nick Aldis. So Aldis could either wrestle somebody else and remain the number one contender. They could strip Cordona of the 10 pounds of gold. They could do something else. Who knows? It's Billy Corgan. <laughs> uh, the other big thing that's happening there, like Taya Valkyrie, Taya Valkyrie is wrestling. Uh, a geyser. And then... Uh, Leah standing in front of a geyser. Uh, about to go cool. off. 
She's got like a fight. It's about to go off face on you. Know, the noise it makes is about to go off. It'd be dope to be there right now. And then uh, Davy Boy Jr. is uh, wrestling for the tag team championships with his partner Doug Williams. I don't know who that is, but it's Doug Williams, obviously. They're going against uh, the La Rebellion. Let's find out who Doug Williams is. He's it's, a Me- it's a Mexican team from AAA. It's a bestia. Was it 666 and Mecca Wolf or something like that? Doug Williams, <laughs> home builder. Doug Williams, football coach. Doug Williams, comedian. Doug Williams, English professional wrestler. Wow. There's Doug, a lot of Doug Williams. A lot of, Doug, a lot of successful Doug Williams out there in the world. Oh, I've seen this dude before. Are you sure that the Doug Williams football coach isn't the Doug Williams quarterback that like won the Super Bowl with the Redskins? This cat's 49 years old. I'm pretty sure he was in TNA. That was Petey Williams. No. Well, yeah, there was Petey Williams. Well, Petey too, works but. for WWE. And, and, and yeah, Jeff Jarrett's on his thing, and so is Matt Morgan. So I'm pretty sure he was a part of Team Canada. Sure, you ain't talking about Petey Williams, though? No, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Doug Williams is a former, god damn it, two time X Division champion, a one time world tag team champion, a former partner, Brutus Magnus. Yeah, fuck you both. Team Canada. Is <laughs> <laughs> a Magnus fucking. Uh, is he Petey Williams' brother? Hmm. Which wasn't Magnus, Nick Aldis. Damn, he debuted in 1993. Uh, Let's see. FWA's King of England tournament. He wrestled and won a match against Eddie Guerrero. Uh, He became their top champion. New Frontiers in August 2009. FWA 2004. So really, he's never wrestled any place other than TNA that's notable. No WWE. Which, since you're talking about TNA and fucking... X Division, we might as well just talk about real quick. Slam anniversaries next week. Uh, notable matches. You have the Briscoes taking on the Good Brothers for the Tag Team Championships. <clears throat> he, was That'd in, be sweet. he was in Ring of Honor. It's already predetermined, I hate to say it, because Good Brothers' his contract with Impact is up after Slam anniversary because they showed up there two years ago. You've oh, seen yeah, him. He took bumps for a lot of people, I think, in <laughs> oh, TNA, okay. but you've seen him. Uh, I, you think briscoes are going to go over and good brothers are out yeah they're going to go to new japan and AEW with the rest of them they're part of the elite and the bullet club and all that shit the good brothers did show up at the uh, briscoes farm and started destroying shit on uh i, I watched uh, Impact on my week, facebook though. the uh they had a meeting with the briscoes in the ring the good brothers were cutting a promo about just being the best because they're the good brothers and then the briscoes come out and I don't know what they really said on the mic, but said. they said some things on the mic. They said, uh, hey, you don't know what about being tough is. You don't know about putting in work. We're putting in work 24-7. And we ain't here. We're on the farm. What you know about farm work, boy? Well, they they, sh- they showed up at the farm and started and acting like they were right. on like a tractor, acting like they're working and just tearing up the fucking shit. And, yeah. <laughs> it's the dude love. Dude you love. have a You have like a six-way match for the uh, knockouts championship. Champs Tasha Steels, uh, Jordan Grace, Chelsea Green, Ty Valkyrie, um, Mia Yim, and there's somebody else in the match. Uh, you got an Ultimate X match, the Champs Austin or Ace Austin, who's the newest member of Bullet Club, taking on like six other dudes. Um, main event. You have Eric Young challenging Josh Alexander for the world title. That motherfucker ain't never gonna 
Oh, he still is. Josh Alexander is the champ. Yeah. He's been the champ <laughs> or around the championship since we've started the show. And then, uh, actually, yeah, he has been. Pretty much. He's either the X Division champ or the world champ or going after the world champ. And then, uh, you still have like the Honor No More taking on like the TNA originals. So it's like Frankie Kazarian, uh, PCO, Chris. Chris Saban, Alex Shelley. Actually, PCO's, he only signed a six-month contract with Impact, <laughs> so his thing's coming up. And uh, I read a story that he's in, he's been talking to Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope he come. I hope he's the fucking. That's the worst shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I hope he just smashes Samoa Joe. Uh, what else I read on here? Let's see. Uh, Juice Robinson for New Japan has been stripped of the U.S. title because of complications of appendicitis. He was supposed to defend the title against Sonata, who is the former champ, who also had to vacate the belt because of a fractured orbital bone. So they made a match. Sonata's still in it, but now he's going against Will Ospreay to name a new United States champion at Dominion. That happens at like 3 o'clock in the morning tonight. Japan time. Main event, you got Okada taking on Jay White. The winner goes to Forbidden Door to take on, uh, well, for right now, it sounds like it's going to be Adam Cole and Hangman Page for the IWGP world title. Uh, Ooh, so Jay White should be in that, right? I guess depends, just on, gives, depends on what they want to do. It <laughs> gives Adam Cole to carry around another belt that means nothing, or Adam Page to carry around a belt that means nothing for six months. I'm you mad got at him right now. I mean, nothing on the TV that we watch anyway. Mad you, at Adam Page? You got. I mean, when have you show up? Adam in the last six months. When do you show up? Like, uh, just fucking bad as shit. Like you're supposed to be right after you drop the belt. Like, I see more fire in his eyes now than. Uh, I've seen this whole championship run. I didn't see her fire now. I've seen a bunch of crowd interactions that I didn't see the last time. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be changing Hangman. He drank a Why beer. Did they need to do it. He, drank he a, should be the motherfucker that does he it drank himself. A, he drank a beer again. He did drink a beer again. But then he walked up to somebody in the crowd and he took it from him and drank it and handed it back to him and gave him a little pat and a smile. Why didn't he do that the whole time he was champion? Right. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want their champion drinking beer. Not the drinking beer, the crowd interaction. He acted like he didn't know uh, who people were. Like, I'm not supposed to be near you fucking underlings. Who knows? He's supposed to be for the people. Cowboy shit, right? I still yeah. ain't seen no cowboy shit, but uh, I, I see him have some crowd interaction. It was and a if, good match, if too. He, if he would have had crowd interaction the whole entire time, he'd have been champion. It's a better match than him and CM Punk's match. On he, he, might, he might have beat CM Punk, and you wouldn't have to worry about who the fuck is going to be the next champion, because he probably would still hold the belt. But you know what? <laughs> he was a goddamn piece of ice the whole entire time he was a champion. It's molasses going downhill. I was happy when they won the belt, but if you listen to most of our episodes, I kept telling you that I'm for the cowboy shit, but I'm ready for him to lose the belt. What's well, because so. he was terrible. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. James Storm's better than he was. It's like he won the belt and knew he wasn't going to have James Storm it. ain't even fucking wrestling right now, so that's impossible. I'm just saying, James Storm has come up to the world championship in TNA. It's, it's like when he won the belt, he knew he wasn't going to have According to you two, that ain't a world title. <laughs> I think when he won the belt, he knew he wasn't going to have any competition for the next six months, and he just fucking went and fucking dialed it in for well, the yeah, next because six months. Yeah, because his whole fucking thing is him and Kenny. Who all do you have fucking title matches Missed against? Missed his timing anyway. He had the one against Kenny, and he won it, right? It all fell flat. He had two, two with again. Brian Danielson. Lance Archer. Lance Archer. 
fucking uh two with adam cole no fucking uh before that he had one with what's his name a little Dante, flippy dante dante, dante martin. martin and two with adam cole <sighs> then he had one with uh the fucking other japanese kid uh that was just a match though he didn't oh it, it was the belt wasn't on the mm, line he just had a match okay. with him because he fucking felt like he just needed to have a match with so him kunsuke takashita so really he didn't wrestle nobody for that championship how could you get excited about wrestling fucking murder hawk it's gonna be a hardcore match how could you get pumped about wrestling murder hawk was awesome in the battle royal as a champion though how can you be pumped about fucking okay that's that's a championship match Okay, fucking Dante Martin's definitely something the fucking crowd wants. To I didn't see any. He didn't cut any promos and fucking. I mean, he did. They just weren't good. But they yeah, didn't put him up against anybody either. I guess that would have me fucking furiously like, yeah, I need to fucking wrestle that guy. It's like he he probably hoped that he was gonna wrestle like Kenny for the next three months, and then fucking Kenny was like, well, I got all these injuries. See you later, pal. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that's what the plan was. Maybe had they had him and Brian keep going for a while, it might have been better. But instead, they ended that real quick, and it was like, now now Paige looks like he's better than Brian, which we know that's not true. You know? <laughs> uh, we learned they can both go 60 minutes. Uh, it just blew my mind when he walked over and took that beer from that lady in the crowd. I just, my mouth dropped. <laughs> Where were you the whole entire championship run, pal? Not because he's drinking that's, a beer, but because of what he did. That's, he didn't that's, look how like, I, that's how I feel about watching Cody in fucking WWE right I, now. I'm I, sitting here going... Where the fuck is this Cody Rhodes been? Well, he he said that in plenty of interviews though that he put himself in a position in AEW where he couldn't be the guy that he is right now. In the whole time he was in AEW while the show was going on, he was fucking with Malachi Black, and it did not matter at all. That and business wise, he wasn't in a good spot either. So it, he put himself in a shitty position with AEW. That's why I think if he ever goes back to AEW, which I do think that he will eventually. It'll only be as a talent. He's, he's going to show up once like Jericho's gone and be like, guess what? J- Chris Jericho's gone, so fuck it. I'm going for the title. <laughs> Not even that. Just fucking, I was here, I built it, and I got to come back because I'd like to retire here. I don't think you know, AW will be around by the time it's time for him to come back. I do. But I think when Contracts he, aren't that long. I think when he does go back there. I, you know, when he goes to rehab, AEW is over. <laughs> I think if he does end up going back there. You can have William Regal run it. <laughs> It depends on how real into it his dad really he is. Has to get, he has to get—he has to get a lot—he has to get a lot better at blood and guts, though, because it's not—it doesn't sound good as war games. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. I guess what happens in a few years, whether it's still standing or not. I guess, but I—I I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe Hangman's run was so bad because he knew he was having poop shoot matches with people. Uh, I ain't gonna wrestle nobody but CM Punk in like six months. I think he had booby face like James Thorne. He did. definitely. Had he had it for—he had it for seven months. Come on, seven whatever. But all <laughs> those a very long seven months, and they weren't good. They, like Matt, none of those matches I'll remember. Never, none of them. Like, You're going to remember the 60 against Danielson. Maybe that one. That'll be the only one. You're going to remember Adam I'll Cole be, coming I'll, out I'll, dressed I'll, as Master Chief. I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget that because that's so bad. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget the fucking uh, Dark Order running to the ring and shit. You're not going to forget the three straight fucking Texas death matches. The goddamn stampede running through the city or whatever to get him to the goddamn... Or he, when he rode the horse to the city, empty city or whatever oh, to the gosh. ring. The shit was, <laughs> I'll never forget him riding Tesla. a Tesla and screaming cowboy shit. Uh God damn. I, la- I laughed so hard it made me cry a little bit. Well, we were, t- we were talking about New Japan, weren't we? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dominion, uh, a few other matches. You got Bullet Club taking on the uh, United Empire for the Tag Team Championships. That's why you didn't see Great O'Con and uh, Jeff Cobb no. on uh, AEW this week. Uh, you also got. Uh, Tomatonga taking on somebody for the Never Open Weight Championship, or he is the Open 
Neverweight champion. I don't remember. I let my when my car got compromised, I didn't renew my New Japan sponsorship <laughs> or membership. And then uh, there's another match that's happening, but it ain't worth it. Uh, let's see. That's New Japan, NXT. We talked about NWA and Impact. Well, I guess we'll be uh, back right after this, and we'll talk about the main two companies. I, I don't know, man. Like The only thing I, I really don't like about it is like you know clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at and we can't even well, like it's not where i listen to any of my podcasts at so i don't know i'm kind of over it by now you mean going on facebook and finding our uh, page every week yeah yeah it just pops up the little window or whatever and you gotta listen to it from there well the actually all messed up actually thanks to our host anchor fm uh we're available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, overcast breaker Castbox, pocket cast good pods radio public We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now, for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back. We'll uh, shave. We might as well just start with Hell in a Cell because that was the first thing that came with us, came to us this week. Uh, what six matches, seven matches? Yeah, uh, Bobby and Bobby Lashley in a handicap match against Omos and MVP. Uh, what you had, Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. Uh, and Happy Corbin's injured now, right? Fuck him From anyway. It. Well, yeah, that's because he crushed. He got he got his neck crushed in a chair by the ring steps. He sucks. That's why he's out. <laughs> he does not suck. Repackaged yeah. to fucking mediocre Corbin because he already is. <laughs> you, you had uh, the Judgment Day against the makeshift uh, Bullet Club of WWE plus Liv Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Corbin is above average Mike Sanders. You realize that, right? He's upper mid card, dude. He's above. He deserves to be around. He deserves to have a spot on the card. He's good. He deserves to be around. You had uh, the raw women's. He could be this chick sitting in the middle of the barricos in the back seat and be more (laughs) be more relevant. Yeah, the raw women's championship match between Oscar Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. You had the United States title, Austin Theory and Mustafa Ali, and then you had the Hell in the Cell match. I'm going to guess Mustafa Ali like, didn't even get any offense. He didn't even get no crowd no, reaction, Doug. He, he looked good at some he, point. He came out and tried to look like CM Punk. Yeah, and he got, did, and he got did, beat he, by Austin. He did have the Chicago got, stars on his Got beat by Austin his, on his pants. <laughs> Bro, he had the fucking wrists taped up to the elbows like CM Punk. He had fucking his whole he had the fucking kick pads on. His whole gear screamed CM Punk real loud. Well, he's <laughs> real also loud. he's also from Chicago. I don't give a fuck. And then you had the main event, uh, the Hell in a Cell. steal somebody else's gimmick. Yeah, all the, he did. yeah, the Hell in a Cell, Cody Rhodes, and uh, Seth freaking Rollins. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have his own shirt come out with Chicago stars on it that weekend. But, you know, he Dude, there's not enough. I don't think there's a single Mustafa Ali shirt on WWE shop. Yeah, he's not And actually, enough. if there is, I'm pretty sure it's on clearance. <laughs> he, and he it's, probably, it's probably available in, like, small. He ain't done nothing to deserve a shirt. He cried, said he won out of his contract. That is true. 
why you need a shirt. And then Vince is like, <laughs> you tired of sitting at home? You need some money? You can come wrestle theory. Who the fuck is this cat? Oh, Brian man. Walsh. <laughs> Brian Walsh. Look at him. Wow. What year is he from? <laughs> it's nineteen ninety seven right now, and this dude's which, got hair from fucking nineteen eighty two. Which I, I went to the house show in Champagne Saturday night where they actually the practice match for Well no. I don't so. Like two like two matches into it, uh Cody they they went backstage, uh Mike Rome's like Oh, we got something going on backstage that we got to get you guys caught up on real quick. And you actually had like the real Carlisle ambulance and Adam Pierce is back there and Cody's laying on the fucking ground with his shoulder in a chair and a bunch of shit knocked over. And they were like, oh, Cody Rhodes is injured. We need to get him to medical as soon as possible. We'll figure out what's wrong with him and try to get him back before the end of the show and make sure that he can wrestle. And then from behind the ambulance comes Seth Rollins and he's like, oh, what happened to Cody? And he's like, are you really asking me that are you sure you didn't do it he's like why would i hurt cody or whatever and he's like so since cody's injured does that mean i get to take the night off and adam pierce is like no you don't get to take the night off now you're gonna be in a triple threat match against drew mcintyre and Sami Zayn. how about adam pierce getting some balls ain't that neat it wasn't bad and uh they knew that cody was actually injured and they couldn't have him wrestle that night because he tore his pack so uh we have the triple threat match and like towards the end, Cody's music hits and he runs down to the ring and then him and Rollins brawl up the fucking ramp and then McIntyre hits Sammy with the Claymore and wins and both my kids were fucking excited as shit, but <laughs> it was a good match. Like the house show actually was probably better than Hell in a Cell. <laughs> yeah, the practice match for uh, the women's mot or the women's title, except for Alexa Bliss was in it, so it was a fatal four way. Got to see Ronda Rousey take on uh, Natalia, and she actually beat her with a sharpshooter. Hmm. Uh, Ronda beat Natalia with the sharpshooter, hmm. and she can actually do the sharpshooter. Uh, you had Miz TV with Theory on it. Was it a sharpshooter or a Scorpion Deathlock? It was a sharpshooter. <laughs> <laughs> It's in WWE, so it's a sharpshooter. You're right. You had Miz TV. Uh, his guest was Austin Theory. They were both talking about no respect and WrestleMania, and then the Mysterios came out, and Ray pretty much told them that the only thing that anybody's going to remember about WrestleMania from them is that Austin Theory took the stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, you had Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley in a practice match for the ni- next night. <laughs> Uh, you had the Usos defending the titles against the New Day. Uh, you had, you had uh, Bobby Roode and uh, Veer. And then, uh, shit, what was the other match? Uh, Bobby Roode's coming out to his... Yeah, glorious. Again, right? Yeah. It was a good house show. But, uh, shit, what were we talking about? Uh, Hell in a Cell. The last match. Oh, Cody and Seth. Yeah. Mm. So we were actually at the show that they were setting up Hell in a Cell, letting know that Cody was injured. And then uh, Dave Meltzer gave the women's title match at Hell in a Cell four and a half stars, which honestly, Oscar, Becky, and Bianca did a hell of a match. I mean, there wasn't a lot of downtime. All three are fucking really good in the ring, so... Who won? 
Bianca Belair is still the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, which actually, she Beckied Becky. Becky hit Oscar with the pump handle slam and went to the fucking pinner and Be- or Bianca threw her out of the ring and pinned Oscar <laughs> for the win. Which the night before the match ended with uh, actually Becky taking the uh, KOD from Bianca. Uh, you had Bobby and the handicap match, which I mean it was solid for what it was. I thought it was kind of dumb to have him win because he couldn't beat almost in his a singles match. He beat almost in the singles match. In WrestleMania got beat, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because MVP cheated and to help him win. He got beat at the next pay per view too, right? No, he won a backlash. Like, like he lost at one and won at the other. So this was the third <clears throat> match. But then when almost and MVP are together, you can still. So then almost and MVP just look like the weakest shits in the world. Then. <laughs> well, I mean, MVP is the one that tapped out to the hurt lock. And then almost was down because I guess he, that protects almost, but still. Like, and then almost was down because he took the spear from Bobby. So. I don't know, man. But I mean, the shitty the shitty part of the match is they had Cedric Alexander come out and distract the one, so Bobby could hit the move on the other. I think they should have had almost go over in that, especially if he's got help from MVP. That feels like at the end of that, Bobby Lashley should have been beat. So that that, that whole storyline has to be done now. Yeah, and that means there ain't no that, place else they can go. Yeah, because what you you said earlier, Bobby's going to go into a program <laughs> with a theory. It's, it's insane to me that they do this now, where they've got a fucking. And that means a, they must have gave a, up a on two month almost. long storyline, and then all of a sudden, fucking, you know what? Fuck it, we're just going to have him get beat by Bobby and put him under, and fucking. Does that mean they gave up on almost? What are they, what's he going to do next? I don't know. Go what against go against Cedric Alexander. I hope not. <laughs> I'm just being a smartass now. I know, but I mean, like, it's like, what do they do next with him and MVP unless they interrupt the Austin Theory U.S. title shit and get involved with that at the same time? Or I guess maybe him and MVP could become tag team and the unified tag. I mean, or the WWE could, needs more tag. Or you could have almost fucking destroy MVP and go back out on his own. No, he can't talk. He doesn't need to talk. He's fucking seven foot four. I don't think he can just some, show up and kick people in the face. At some point in time, he's going to have to say something or it doesn't I think work. he can talk. He's cut promos. Hey, look, it's in your house. I think he's better with somebody like an MVP, someone who can give him a little direction, like like an Undertaker with a fucking like Paul a, Bear. Like how AJ was talking for him for the first year? No, not AJ, but like... Well, no, I'm not saying MVP's, AJ, but I'm saying like when they were a tag team, AJ did the talking. MVP's like the perfect fit for almost, I feel like. And they could, if they could, they need to dress him different, put him in some different clothes and get him some different wrestling gear, but MVP's like the perfect fit for who WWE has right now. I would say the guy that just went to AEW. Yeah, but then again, what do you Sto- do with both Stokely? Of them? He would have been a good manager for him. They could do anything with Well, if they had that Stokely guy, they could have went in a straight uh, Nation of Domination, Farouk, Ron Simmons type of route with Omos. And that would have been a hell of a good storyline. It would have been way better than fucking Commander Aziz and uh, Apollo. <laughs> um, but with someone like MVP now, they can get him over as a Mike Tyson type of type of fighter where, you know, they can put a bunch of chains on him and take a bunch of pictures of him looking real badass, have him beat a bunch of jobbers like they've already done. Then you've got MVP out there to hype him up like um, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? The fucking crazy hair. Hypes all the boxing matches. Don oh, King. Don King? Don King, yeah. You know, 
because MVP <laughs> ain't a full-time wrestler anymore like he used to be or whatever. So, I don't know. I think that could work. I, I, I just think that's think the best person. I think MVP's body's more fucked up than he leads on. No, in WWE, though, next week, fucking, uh, fucking LA Knight or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Max, Max, du- Max Dupree will show up and be like, you're so pretty, you should be in the men's fashion he's, group. He's supposed to debut his first client in like a week or two. Yeah. He told Adam Pierce about it. Yeah, I wonder who <laughs> so, it's going to be. We'll see. I have no idea, but... I hope it's let's, somebody extremely let's, ugly. Let's talk, let's talk about the main thing that happened to Hell in a Cell. You had Cody wrestling with a torn pack against Seth Rollins and Hell in a Cell, and he took his jacket off, and it was fucking gnarly. Yeah. It looked like fucking Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> it looked worse than Triple H's, but well, I think it, it was it because did, he but... had been working with it, though, too. Um, and Triple H was, like, done when he did his. It was, like, the next day, and he was like, look how bad it looks. Uh, like, Triple H tore his during the match. Cody tore his the day before, two days before. The two days before he blew it, blew it lifting. Yeah. Um, you know, and then went to a show the night before that did work and then had to go to a show the next day. So I'm sure he had it iced up. Um, he was probably on whatever Tylenol or something, I would imagine. Uh, <coughs> if there's any numbing creams that they have for things like that, he probably had every single one of them on his chest. <laughs> uh, it was a good match for, for him being... Like I said, for it being a Hell in the Cell match and them not really implementing the Cell into the match like they have for thousands of years now that we've had Hell in the Cell. Thousands of years. (laughs) Since 97 or whatever the first Hell in the Cell was. I think it's 97. Um, It it was like he he was hurt, obviously, and they they worked that into the match too. Um, There was one point in time where it was really funny because he took the cane and like he had him, and he was like holding it on his chest, like he was really pushing down on his chest, like ah, it's hurting you. And Cody was selling it like it was hurting so bad. But they showed a still shot picture of him holding it on his chest, and you could see he wasn't putting any pressure of it on it at all. And Cody was selling like a motherfucker. It had me laugh real hard. <laughs> like he just and it where he was sticking it at wasn't near close to the black part, and it was like you could see that he was like ah, it was just fucking really funny, man. I mean, half of being a wrestler is being an actor, so. Um, but the um. The, the doctor that did the surgery on Cody um, was on Busted Open Radio, and he said that um, the injury couldn't be injured any further than what it was. Uh, Just so like meat sitting on top of bone, right? Basically, yeah. He so said that, the, So that's why Vince let him go out there? The pectoral muscle is just held on by tendons on your chest. Um, it can't go, it can't like retract up or whatever. It just stays right there. So basically, if he never got surgery on it, it would heal and it would just heal back wrong and look fucking terrible probably anytime like he flexed or whatever it'd be <laughs> so really he, strange looking so he looked like fucking Kofi <laughs> and probably and he would have a fuckload of discomfort for like the rest of his life probably uh, and it would probably like I said it'd be a painful heel back or whatever and he probably wouldn't be it probably wouldn't be as strong right there I would imagine or on that side or whatever but he said that there was a football player that played for the Bengals last year <clears throat> that blew his out in the second quarter of a playoff game and played the whole rest of the game. And he said he was probably in a lot of uh, like discomfort, and it was probably super sore right in that area. But he said where all the swelling is all down the arm and all that, he said it's not sore in those areas. It just looks really, really bad. But he said it's really just in one little spot right there. And he said it was probably super, super discomforting. But um, he, he said... He said that it was like maybe a, a six month recovery, but they said okay. nine. They just said nine months, yeah. Nine today, which it probably is a six month recovery, but. So Royal Rumble. There's nothing going on really outside of Survivor Series that, unless it's just like countdown to Cody so you can see him work, you, you know, there's nothing for him to do until that time other than work and be the greatest dude on the show for everybody to want to win the Royal Rumble. But now it's like, well, 
fuck yeah, I can see him come back in the Royal Rumble or he'll show up as a surprise entrant and maybe win the whole thing. And sometimes I think people like, get mad at that because now they're going to have some dude work for a whole year, get to well, the Royal Cody's, Rumble, and Cody well, will show up and win it and piss well, a bunch of people well, off. Well, the thing but. is, Cody's, Cody's promo he cut Monday night at the opening of Raw, he is. He he never said he was leaving. Like he's like, I'm getting surgery or whatever. And he goes, Money in the Bank's in four weeks. He go and he, he's acting like he's showing up in Money in the Bank and still winning <laughs> still winning the goddamn ladder match. So <laughs> and then Seth Rollins' his music hits and Seth limps down to the ring and shows the excellence of fucking Seth Rollins because Besides Roman Reigns, there's not a better heel on fucking WWE besides Seth Rollins because he showed si- up as yeah, sincere, it, it felt fucking sincere as shit. And he's like, he goes, I hate, I still hate you. I don't like you. He goes, but for what you did last night, you beat me. You earned my respect. He goes, and you're, I'm going to be the last person that you want to hear this from. But he goes, Dusty's very proud of his baby boy and puts his hand out and they shake his hand then he limps back up the ramp and disappears <laughs> cody has his little waving i'm going away bye gets to the top of the ramp here comes seth and hits him in the fucking head with the sledgehammer yeah and then takes the hammer and hits him and stomps on the peck and <laughs> that's the shit come on yesterday at work it's me the best and luke, way to send a guy away for fucking six to nine months me me and luke are talking about wrestling in the back room and another worker goes somebody needs to hit seth rollins with the goddamn sledgehammer she goes i hate him i'm like well you're gonna hate me why because i just bought a seth freaking rollins t-shirt so she's been sending me texts about how much seth rollins sucks no uh, it's <laughs> the best way to send somebody away for six months of the shield an injured guy it's another good way to write them off so that's how you write somebody off tv if it's their last match they lose yeah and if they're going away for injury you fucking make it look like you're injured even more it's so devastating that it wasn't just a partial tire now it's fully torn which the doctor <laughs> said on the radio there's no such thing as a partially torn he said you always fully tear it there's no such thing as partial when it comes to the that he said it's always <laughs> he said it's always fully ww bullshit of people with that partial but i mean other than roman reigns and seth rollins you don't have a real true heel he dodged the drug and- question too i want to throw that out there on the podcast what? what drug question? Bully Ray straight up asked him. He's like, "What do you give a guy when he's on when he's got something like that going on? And you send him out to wrestle. He's like, what kind of he's like, what kind of medications do you put him on before you send him out? He's like, you give him a couple of Advil or and he goes. The doctor goes. Well, first of all, we don't give them anything at all ever. He goes, we don't prescribe them anything. We don't give them anything. He goes, <laughs> he said, we don't want them losing a step in the ring or hurting themselves or, re- or injuring somebody else because wrestling's all about timing and going off about this shit for a minute. And I was like, I don't know, man. Supposedly CM Punk said you guys were like fucking jamming fucking all kinds of like shit on them and sending them out there. And he, he shit his pants. He was so fucked up out there in the ring. So That was a Z-pack. But still, you get too many of them going. You get too many of them going, you know. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me a quick second. Let's see. What else happened on Monday Night Raw? Let's see. Because, I mean, I th- Ed, Ed, you got a space broke. Well, that's what I was about to get to. We had the countdown to the newest member of the Judgment Day. Ended up being Finn Balor. And then Damian Priest said, Well, we got to get rid of the dead weight. And then they all beat the shit out of Edge. Look, Dick, you're wrestling on Monday Night Raw. Where? The redneck right there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Rhea Ripley became the new number one contender to Bianca Belair. And then moving to SmackDown, the two... You're just going to gloss over Adam or Edge not being part of his shit no more. And uh, We already talked about it in the rumor roll-up about no. the fucking supernatural bullshit and yeah. all that. So why do we need to touch on it more? <laughs> Edge probably went to make a movie or something. Plus, they just lost Cody Rhodes, their biggest baby face on fucking Raw. That's so now they got to bring Edge back. Probably why they turned Edge face... Or Mostly, but yeah. it's 100% why they did it. If he's going to be face, hopefully he's like Brood Edge, though, and not like fucking super uber fucking, eh, come around 95, that weird song and shit, you know? Dude, I love that Rob Zombie no, shit. No, that's the worst Edge there was. Ah, my Durango, yeah. number 95. That bullshit. That's the worst fucking Edge that they had. <laughs> the worst one. He couldn't even figure out what his finisher was. And really. then on SmackDown, uh, Shotzi Blackheart got a shot at the women's title against... Uh, ronda rousey and i don't know if it's actually storyline or not but she is supposed to defend the title against natalia at money in the bank and now they're trying to say that because natalia attacks ronda after the match and now they're trying to say that ronda's hurt so they might just not want to have ronda wrestle at money in the bank yeah it's yeah because they aren't using their stars at these pay-per-views anymore instead of they're just using them at the big ones yeah Yeah. (laughs) well i mean you know uh Walter, Gunther, whatever you want to call Vince him. Vince McMahon's new man. He's the, to him. he's the new Intercontinental Champion. He beat Ricochet, and Ricochet looks strong in the match. Mm, yeah, but see, the week before that, they let Ricochet talk on the mic, and he completely fucking failed. And then well, that's 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 <laughs> when you knew that he wasn't going to win. Well, you already, you already touched on it. Gunther moved to America, changed his name, got got fit. Yeah, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the only thing that Ricochet is good at is wrestling. Nothing else. Oh, yeah. If he was in AEW, he'd be the TNT champion. Uh, he, he can't cut a promo. He never has been. I've never you seen have him. To, you don't have to be able to cut a promo to be TNT champion. I guess. <laughs> Maybe he'd just make weird videos like Darby, I suppose. Yeah, well, fucking Darby still can't do a promo. He makes videos. Yeah, well, yeah. Of him skateboarding and jumping off of shit well, and he, catching stuff on fire. Well, he dies. Sitting out, spitting out sentence fragments. He dies and comes back to life. That's fine. Uh, Lacey Evans came back to SmackDown. She was a babyface. Yeah. She qualified for Money in the Bank. She was a bad guy, babyface, and then she was bad again. Now she's babyface again. Now she's they put, in the Bank. The thing is, they put her against that Zia Lee, who's never really actually even wrestled a match on the main roster. And then <laughs> she's just always a heel throwing karate kicks, dude, in the background. Yeah, and they made she, they made less <laughs> they made Lacey look bad for half the match, and then she <laughs> she is, dude. She's always fucking in the show her like vignettes of her in the back get ready for a match, and she's throwing wicked karate kicks and shit. She did, and then she also comes <laughs> she also comes, she also comes out wearing the fucking Raiden hat. <laughs> and then they have lightning bolts and shit flying off when she takes the hat off. She does like a karate show before she gets in the ring. <laughs> a little back, little fucking karate this? kicks. Zylee. She Look, she's good in the ring and shit, but the getting to the ring takes way too long. It's too much. And she's not she's not um, a, mega enough, a mega star of any sort to be doing shit like that and taking that long to be getting in the ring. But it's, <laughs> it's just too much of an entrance. After the entrance, it's like, okay, now we have a match. There can't be a match after this shit. But Lacey's the first. <laughs> Lacey's the first person to qualify for Money in the Bank. Uh, she'll be in the women's match. They did have a qualifier between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus <laughs> for Money in the Bank. Uh, they both hit each other with a chair at the same time and got disqualified, and uh, then yeah. and then brawled through the fans. Good. And, I don't want to see either of them in my ladder match. And then I'm pretty sure 
fucking Adam Pierce. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure Adam Pierce is just going to end up putting them both in the fucking match. <laughs> Probably. That's how it goes with WWE. And then uh, the main event, you had Riddle taking on Sami Zayn in a stipulation match. If Riddle loses, he can never return to SmackDown. If Sami loses, Riddle gets his title shot against Roman Reigns. Sammy loses. Next week, we get to see Roman versus Riddle for the Undisputed Championship to build the storyline for SummerSlam. Because you know it's going to be fucking Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Uh, is it? I, mean, I don't think Randy Orton's coming back. Uh, it's going to be Randy. You don't think he's coming back at mm-hmm. all ever. It's going to be yeah. Randy at SummerSlam, and then it's going to be Drew at a fucking Attack at the Castle. I think that Randy Orton's done with wrestling for a while. I don't think he's going to be at SummerSlam. Did he hurt himself or Well, either way, I'm wearing my RKO shirt. I think he's taking a stand and saying I ain't wrestling against these untrained fucks. Roman <laughs> Reigns isn't an untrained fuck. It's bad, bad booking. And what is the point of him and fucking Randy Orton wrestling? <clears throat> because they it's another title shot. Because of RKO out of nowhere? Just yeah. because? <clears throat> Maybe they'll fucking swerve us and they'll I put the belt on Randy. I think you're about it than Randy Orton. They're is. not going to swerve nobody. I don't think... I Honestly, I don't think Randy Orton's going to be there. They could put the WWE Championship I, on fucking... Last week Somebody they were saying else? that he might be injured, supposedly. Secret. They're saying he could have like a Shawn Michaels type of back injury. But they're, they're, well, no they're, shit. They're, he's been landed on his back for 15 years. Well, they've been saying they've been keeping it a secret for a while, and it's just supposedly become too much. Which, what, which actually, it's more than even this, fif- It's, what, 20 years? Because what, he was the 2002 class of OVW? And then Matt Riddle said some shit, supposedly, about him being done. Like, he, he not like on wrestling, but like in an interview said something about him being done, possibly not coming back. And they're just not. They're kind of writing them slowly off. It's gonna break my heart. <laughs> no, they'll break. They'll break RKO up. If, if that they can, if his fucking back's broken, they can't do none of that shit. One quick thing. Why do we think his back's broken? Because his fucking finishing moves the RKO. Well, he's been injury prone his whole career anyway. His shoulders. Well, I'm sure shoulders your back, motherfucker. He's been taking slams for how long? I don't think he's injured. I'm like, well, I don't I mean, know why he, we're speculating like Uncle Dave and shit. I'm just saying that's what I read, and then when Matt Riddle says he's because he's pretty sure he's done because like, Randy, Randy Orton's getting up there in age. I don't, I don't, I think the motherfuckers wrestled solidly at live events and and like Raws and Smackdowns and pay per views and shit that he's probably got like fucking a year's worth of injuries he needs to just sit at home and fucking. <laughs> he's probably like Kenny Omega ish a little bit, you know what I mean? Probably got like little bruises, bone bruises, and spurs and fucking. That motherfucker probably has to have oil squirted on him to get out of bed every morning. Let's real quick going back to the how I mentioned Randy and OVW. You know the the guys that came out of that class of 2002 that they call it. You know there's 46 fucking world champions between four guys. That's crazy. You got you got Cena with 16. Brock. You got you got Randy with 14. Brock has 10. Batista has six. So, Shelton Benjamin's got a couple championship matches. He's probably yeah, but he's, shit. Never, yeah, but he's never world champ. <laughs> he's been intercontinental champ and U.S. champ and shit like that, but he ain't been the world champ. He's Randy Orton is currently undergoing consultations with neurosurgeons and author, orthopedic spine surgeons to determine the extent of the injury that he's had. When did he get injured? May 2022. The last match he had was with um, the Usos. The, it would have been Bloodline on SmackDown. It's for the tag team championships. The night they lost the tag titles from the unification title match was his last match, which would have been late May. And then, what? Shit. Okay. That's WWE this week. So 
might as well move on to AEW. And thing is, we recorded our show last fucking Friday night, and that's before the big news came down in AEW. What that big news is that? CM Punk required oh. surgery and had to... Va- well, he said he vacated the belt, but Tony Khan decided, no, we're going to name an interim champion. Yeah. Just vacate the fucking belt, call the guy the real the AEW champion, and a- he gets the title shot when he comes back. Just like, you don't have to call him the interim champion. It's just, this, that's their thing, though, because they have... Because they're the, different than WWE. And they have all the belts, yeah. Well, WWE doesn't even... If they're a big enough star, WWE doesn't even make them drop the belt anymore. Which, me and you were... They interim champions like, me, and you, like me and you were arguing over CM Punk doing the fucking springboard, and that's where he... I told you. Yeah. Looked like he did when he fucking looked, when he said, went over I the top rope. He caught his back foot on it, and I said he's too old to be doing that shit anyway. I don't know about that. I just you could see he caught his back toes on it, and them ropes are so goddamn tight. Yeah, they're not even ropes; they're steel beams. They're steel cables. They're they're gonna basically rip your goddamn Mick Foley got his ear ripped off by one. He had know? a picture backstage with FDR with his boot off too. Well, if you ever so. if you ever notice like running the ropes, if you look at wrestlers like right under their armpits or right on their back, they have that mark. Oh yeah, but I ran the ropes once, <laughs> so maybe twice. I mean, it's fucking steel cables you're running into that's got a little bit of thread on them. So, and then I don't. I I thought maybe he might have heard it the night before, broke his foot the night before, and then wrestled the next night with it broken, thinking, "Oh, I just it's just hurt because I'm you know fucking had a bad match," and then realized when he was in the match it fuck my foot's broken. Still tried to do shit he couldn't, and that's kind of... But also, Billy Gunn's kids were misstepping a lot in that match, too, and I don't think they helped. They, don't help, they didn't help with his injury. I'm going to blame it on Excalibur for being off his game. Excalibur's been off his game for a while. They named him fucking... <laughs> they named him what? Fucking commentar- comment- or commentator of the year last year, yeah. and that guy's been fucking up everything since. <laughs> Even though I just fucked up commentator, but I'm not a commentator. So hmm. It's because he can't see good out of his mask. How the fuck did he beat Pat McAfee? Pat McAfee didn't announce for the whole year. And well, that's because I guess he didn't yeah, say did. fuck Boston College. And it's your Uncle Dave. <laughs> well, fuck him. It's not my Uncle Dave. It's your Uncle Dave. Not mine. I don't like him. I don't either. He don't clean up after himself. Yeah, you ever <laughs> seen his office? Oh, yeah. So Piles Is that Piles. where the... Knee that's deep. the pit. Oh, we found where it's at? Yeah. You got to go, go fight in Uncle Dave's Uncle office? Uncle Dave needs to sanction you so you can go to the pit. Piper's pit? We haven't talked about it. We haven't had a reason to go to the pit this week. <laughs> I think we've all kind of been on almost the same page. Almost. <laughs> hey, you want to call? I'll pay the two forty nine a minute because they were in Canada. No, number's not even there no more. God damn it. Why not? It's a 737 at the bottom. Okay, let's do it. It's got to be 1988. Yep, I got my parents' permission. I shouldn't be saying that over the air. <laughs> but I can totally read it. Try How harder. can you see it? Try harder, WWE, because I got good eyes, motherfucker. No, you don't. Yes, I do. One, nine, eight. Never mind. <laughs> I can see it. No, you can't. Yes, you don't I have fucking could. Eyes. I could just see it right there. It didn't. <laughs> that bunch of stars. Yeah, and you can see behind the stars if you look at it good enough. <laughs> they had different you, colors. You have, no, you have noticed, though, that both wrestling companies have had a fucking injury bug. You talk about Randy Orton, you got Brian Danielson, you got Adam Cole. You got CM Punk, Cody Rhodes. I mean, we're all out of the best wrestlers. <laughs> we're losing them. <coughs> well, Excuse you know, me. had they taken COVID time to actually make stars instead of rely on fucking the stars to 
keep your company going. If everyone pulled a WCW in the last fucking two or Clu- three years here. <laughs> Clu- and now they've got no one to lean on now that everybody's hurt all at once. Clue Clu- four is Sony's cleavage. Hmm. I seen it. So did Dolph Ziggler. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, we were talking about CM Punk vacating the uh, world title. Even though we're going to now have an interim world champion. And he cried legit tears. He was sad about it, wasn't he? <laughs> what? Come on. You just won the goddamn world title. Yeah, but how many world titles has a guy won in his life? So, And it's funny that this Not one actually... Not the AEW world it's, title. It's great that... Right. That's great that this one actually meant something to him. That it made him... It was enough to make him cry. he's never been on top of the mountain. Well, you know, when he first time he won the title in WWE, he didn't even get to defend it. He got fucked over and beat up in the backstage area and fucking left out of the match. <laughs> so they could put Bautista in there. Bautista, I'm sorry. Or Blue Tista. I liked Green Tista myself, but... <laughs> uh... Let's see. Tony Khan decided that we're going to have the uh, Casino Battle Royale on Dynamite. The winner of that will go on to challenge the number one contender, John Moxley, even though he was number three at the time. Wardlow was number one, which then they came up with a bullshit story later on about that. Don't want that big title. I want that little title. Yeah, I want to go for the TNT title. Uh, and then Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan Pro Wrestling and Hiro, Hiro, Hiroki Goto. Fucking Wardlow. I don't want that big title. Them champions don't work. He wants to well, wrestle yeah. the fucking, he, wants to, he, he wants to wrestle our real world champion, CM Punk. He wants to wrestle Cruiserweight so he can powerbomb Extreme for fucking eight minutes straight. He can powerbomb CM Punk for eight minutes straight, too. We'll see how he goes when he starts having to actually wrestle in matches and not just powerbomb people for 30 minutes. I mean, he he did it once. He's Goldberg right now to me. You talking about Lance Archer? Outside of fucking... No, I'm talking about Wardlow. He's fucking giving people hurricanas and shit that one time. Yeah, one time. One time. We'll see when he's got to go a good 12-minute match without fucking getting blowed out. We'll see how it goes. Because he could end up being Brian Adams, my man. Or Brian Clark. Looked real good, but after about six minutes, he's shit in the ring. He's had longer matches than that. We've already covered this. That's what the CN, that's what the fucking MJF. All right, so, was so okay. Match, just beat so him up that, that was the main thing that happened on Rampage. So let's just instantly jump right into Dynamite. You had the Casino Battle Royale. And here's the bad part. It was a big failure. Well, yes, because you, <laughs> you, you legitimately had five guys out of like the 21 that could be your fucking world champion. It's Shawn Michaels on pills stripping on Monday Night Raw. 1997, ladies and gentlemen. In case anybody wants <clears> to I hate to say it. it. You had like Lance Archer. What's he wearing? That shit got over. Lance Archer could legitimately be the champ. He's got the size and all that shit. You have Kyle O'Reilly from working who could do it. Who else was in this stupid match? It didn't. It didn't mean honestly, anything until like the last actually, fucking honestly, six the minutes big, of it. Honestly, the big guys that were in it, you had Keith Lee, who could honestly probably be the champ. It was really Will, Will Hobbs could probably be the champ. But it, then you're throwing like Dante Martin, and you got John fucking Silver, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a really weird match because they were like were like letting people come out to the ring, strange. Like the time, like the time, like instead of having one every thirty seconds, or whatever, and, there's like a timer, know, and then that's like what the battle royal is. It's and, fucking and, and honestly, I don't remember them minutes. doing that. At, yeah, that's every one of them. And and at probably the did they do that? Oh yeah. And probably the other two Ten that could probably be world title holders in that match, Darby, probably, maybe one time in his career. The whole point of the match is that anybody could, because all yeah. you gotta do is go over the top rope. Andrade possibly could be champ. His, and sw- honestly, Swerve looked fucking real good in it. 
I thought him throwing Keith Lee over the top rope was good shit. Yeah, now swerving your glory's gone. Hopefully he doesn't buy that t-shirt. I knew it don't mean they're gone just because they had fucking a look in the ring. You know, <laughs> Keith Lee ain't powerbombed nobody yet. Oh, gave him the spirit bomb? I mean, you know, he's trying to win. I'd throw a dick over the top rope. We both throw dick over the top rope. Shit happens at the back. Then you got got, 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 a title match. You know what I'm saying? Then you had fucking Wheeler Yuta being like fucking Randy Orton back in the day, just finding that opportune moment. You saw that motherfucker right (laughs) over. This motherfucker, as a matter of fact, would come for me immediately. I guarantee it. As soon as I I turn my back, he tried to throw me over immediately. I guarantee it. The, uh, uh, I mean, I think it did like, so the people in the whole match wasn't good enough. It wasn't. That's when you save all your fucking surprises for at least two or three. Like, yeah. oh, fucking not Johnny Elite on fucking random Wednesday night or whatever. Yeah, it would have been cool to see him show up in that match. He wasn't in it at all, was he? No, there no. was no fucking surprises like that. Hangman Page wasn't They even it? had a fucking Joker and shit. It didn't, the whole fucking match didn't even matter until. Who was the Joker in it? Uh, wasn't it Japanese dude, right? Oh, you're right, yeah. Fucking. He uh, didn't look bad, but I, again, I didn't know who the fuck he was. So the whole match didn't, ma- didn't even matter to the last two minutes. It was a showcase for Kyle O'Reilly. I would have put Hangman in a... that match. Not to have him win, but just to have him in it. I mean, he just lost the title the night before, right? <laughs> Couple fuck? nights. I'd have put him in it. Yeah, his his segment was fine. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have put Hook in it. Had him fucking get thrown over the top rope to lose. He didn't, he didn't get pinned. Why the fuck wouldn't you want him in it? Suplexing the fuck out of people. He could have him get in there and start t-bone suplex and everybody and do that shit where someone comes and clears out the ring don't nobody know who hook is no more dog he's lost with fucking you know what i'm saying though shit. how they how they do that and like in like battle royals will have a guy get in the ring and clear the whole ring out but it's by you know doing one suplex right, everybody or choke slamming everybody they could have done that with hook easily and then had everybody in the ring fucking eliminate them all at once like he's so badass that everyone had to eliminate him together he's a comedy gimmick now dog Here, here, here's one right they put him with your uncle dan housing you guys Here. are welcome that's fine. They could have put fucking well, no Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs. Looked they were in, both in, but it, it looked seemed to me more like a tag team here's, battle royal than a regular here, battle royal. Here's one of the other things too, tag like teams in it. yeah, you didn't have Malachi Black in it, you didn't have Brody King, you could have put Buddy Matthews. All of those people don't matter. I, yeah, Fuck but off. they could they could have put Brody King in that match or Malachi Black. Either one of those guys would have worked in that match. Instead, they didn't, didn't they have had some big shit go on later that night anyway. Buddy Murphy so, wrestled well, and they came out yeah. and whispered in his ear and he walked to the ring. But that's it. Like they could have put either of those guys kinda in the like, match. I kind of like Julia Hart's new look. I don't know. There's a there's a handful of different guys they could have used for the match, and I don't know why they didn't. Um, but you know, it's just the thing is too. Like okay, you you, you got the young bucks in a storyline right now, but. Honestly, you could probably get one of them a fucking singles run. I was happy to see Will Hobbs in there. You didn't put you didn't put fucking Christian. Come on. I was happy to see Will Hobbs because we don't get to see him enough. So I like seeing him in there wrestle. And Gotta damn put, it, he was laying some fucking he's slams a down. Fucking, all the people you always bitch about being fucking big turds and shit, and you're gonna be a Will Hobbs fan. Will Hobbs is shit, man. He's not good at all. That he motherfucker can promo or wrestle. He can fucking slam. He, he looks can sneer. Like, he looks like a champ when he fucking. He looks. He looks good, like a million dollars, dude. He was one of the ones that actually legitimately had a chance to win that fucking match. Come on, now. Buddy Matthews. How? He doesn't do anything. Because he was he's a big a man. I don't think he's had enough time to do anything. He had no time. When he's, when I don't he think he can do anything. That's he wrestled CM Punk him, and then uh, was gone for three months And unless he was standing behind Ricky Starks while he was fucking commentating. And well, then... They should have had him stick with John Mosley originally, st- and he could have been an original yeah. member of God. He's been stuck in tag team shit, but if they would have built him like they built Wardlow, he'd be doing the exact same shit I don't shit think right he now. has the same skill set as Wardlow. I don't know about that. He's definitely got better gear and better music. I'd give you the music. They got the same gear. 
No, no, he's got more of a Harlem Heat kick to his shit. <laughs> he's got some style to it. And him coming out with the fucking, uh, the big old mink on when he comes to the ring and the fucking glasses and the expensive ass fucking jewelry yeah, and all it's that. It's not good. I think it looks cool. It looks, uh, reminds me of, um, the uh, Rocky Three. Hate to say it, uh, two wasted, two wasted spots. Why are you going to put the goddamn gun kids in there? I don't know. Ricky Starks looked really good in the match, too. Like I Max <clears throat> like Max Caster is understandable. That guy could legitimately be a, a single star without Anthony Bowens. I mean, he kind of has been twice now. Yeah. Anthony like, he, like he, he was in the ladder match to be the face of the revolution and yeah. shit like that. I mean, Max Caster... Yeah. Just another one of them goofy gimmicks. Max Caster is HBK to fucking Anthony <laughs> Bowens being Marty Jannetty. It's just another one of them goofy gimmicks. I don't know. I would have put like Ethan Page in there probably. Yeah. You know. I would have uh, saved up all the surprises that you did in the last fucking six weeks and put one of those. Maybe Christian? Is Christian thing. in it? No. That's what, I was, that's what I was saying earlier. I'm like, why the fuck is Christian in it? Maybe, maybe him I would put in there, I suppose, unless he's got some injury we don't know about. Fuck, I would do... You could have put Eddie Kingston in the fucking match? I would put fucking... Chris, Chris Jericho. You know what, you know what my make it Make it feel like whoever is going to go up against John Moxley is a legit fucking star. I would ask Mark Henry to be my joker for that one. Yeah, or, or Big Show. He's got he just had hip surgery, another oh. hip surgery, so I don't think he's able to do it. But Mark Henry, I think, would be able to just get in there just to throw just a to couple throw guys people around. This yeah. is a quick spot. That would be better cool than paying him like five million dollars um, to say it's time for the main event. Why not Lance Archer? Where was he at? He was in it. He oh, got was he? Yeah, he got thrown. He was he was in the first set of people, and then he got thrown out by. Uh, oh fuck! He was in and out so quick, I didn't even notice him. He so. was he was one of the first <laughs> like five out. Wow. Uh, hmm. I don't remember who threw him out, but it was it was definitely strange, and maybe because maybe they had different plans for it, but because the injuries and different people at different set times of being injured, like Brian Danielson, maybe he was supposed to be in it, and couldn't be because he was injured at the time. Maybe Adam Cole was supposed to be in it, and couldn't because I was wondering like why isn't Adam Cole in this for the world heavyweight title? You'd think he would at least be in it to get thrown out, but then when you tell him you got a torn labrum, he's trying to go to the he's trying to have the IGPW match too, right? Yeah, I know that, but just yeah, I'm but saying, it's a, how many times did WWE have a battle royal and you had Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, and all them fuckers in it, and then fucking and then like Triple H just, would win it or Mankind would win it, just, just, just to be in it, just to be yeah, in they it. just show up for the pop and then they get thrown out, right, right, right. There, and there's a few times where they would do shit like that, you know, or whatever. The whole ring would clear, you know, the Undertaker out together. They'd all throw him out or whatever. But Sean don't look good. I told you he's on pills strip stripping when he came out and shit. Uh, I was I was talking about the Battle Royal. Uh, he's got the perma smile. Actually, from now on, we're gonna call it the Battle Royale with cheese. <laughs> but it, outside of that, it wasn't a terrible Battle Royal. It could have been better, but it was all about the last two minutes uh, and Kyle O'Reilly getting spotlighted. Dante Martin's flippy shit was kind of cool in the middle of the match. He did like a weird like sideways flip off the rope to to like a dude. Was he threw? Did he throw a kick or a clothesline? He like did a flip over the top of the clothesline or something. <coughs> yeah, as fucking Tony Schiavone what? got tongue tied when he did it, and he's like he was like whoa whoa I couldn't even say what he did. It was so wild. Hate to say it, <laughs> fucking Ray Phoenix is getting thrown into the ropes, and him spinning around and kicking in the face happened way too many times in that match. I, yeah, I thought he was gonna go over the top three or four times, and he did the Ray Mysterio. I'm just gonna, I don't know the thing called, is so when he when he mysterious. actually really got thrown out he fucking put his arm down again I'm sitting here going <laughs> hopefully it doesn't break because it was the same arm gotta have no fear man well I, I had fear for him he's got Canadian <laughs> flags we're, we're gonna pants. we're gonna be like in uh in uh employee of the month boss if you need to cry I'll cry for you how's come Shawn Michaels <laughs> is allowed to still do this and be seen on Peacock but we can't watch fucking Xbox because it's dude. fucking HBK we can't watch Xbox make fun of Mark Henry 
Look, he on, just stuck Canadian flags down his pants and wiped them on his sack right on national TV. Honestly, of the, I went to jail for that one. Honestly, time. of the night of the, if you talk about like ninety to like ninety seven, besides Bret Hart and HBK, who was WWE at that time? From ninety to ninety seven, yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan was Hulk there until like ninety three. <laughs> I'm talking like an actual big star, Yokozuna, Undertaker. You're talking about an actual big star. Hulk Hogan is the biggest. Hulk Hogan was gone by ninety three. Yokozuna, was three, years and he was in WCW. Your, that was I'm, three years after your time frame. I'm talking as you fucking build superstars, <laughs> Bret Hart and HBK, Yokozuna. Well, yeah, uh, but he was Undertaker. also yeah. Lex Luger, uh, Ric Flair. Lex uh, Luger was fucking WCW, Macho Man. Nah, what he, he was ninety one. He was gone by that point. Ninety one did Macho Man? No, no, Macho Man left ninety five. Ninety five was it? Ninety five. Ninety four. Kurt Hennig, he was there for quite a while. I'm talking like them building a superstar and rivalries. It was HBK and fucking Bret Hart. Why do you think HBK Not can until dance like around? Ninety four, ninety five. They were up in. Shawn Michaels might not have even been in WWE in 1990. Yeah, I think he might have been made. Yeah, he was. He was part of the Rockers in like 88. Yeah, Yeah, he was in WWE by the 90s. Uh, Because they were in AWA for a while. I'm just saying, like, Shawn Michaels is WWE 90s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say Undertaker. Him and Bret Hart are WWE 90s. Undertaker. Roddy Piper, I feel like, is WWF in the 90s. Maybe not. He was, 96. He, yeah. early early 90s and then after that it was, 12 and he then it was wcw dipped out after he had a, the weird dude that match was he had this match with fucking uh at russell i think it was wrestlemania 12 i'm pretty sure yeah with roddy piper has a match with gold dust and in the middle of the it, gold dust simpson chase gold dust takes off in a white bronco and then for the rest of the pay-per-view they're showing scenes from oj running from the cops <laughs> And Jerry the King Lars going, I think I've seen that white Bronco someplace before. I know I've seen it. And <laughs> fucking I'm, Roddy I'm just, Piper. I'm just, I'm just saying how you were like, how is he allowed to do this? He's Vince's boy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because he's more than friends with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Anyway, anybody gets to watch WrestleMania that's, 12. That's do been it, the I heard. It, took 20, it took 20 years for them to all come out and say it was officially a work. Roddy Piper <laughs> was like calling into WrestleMania. And they had him on like Skyphone. So does that does that mean Bret Hart's really the saboteur of WCW? That was not a work. I don't know where the <laughs> fuck y'all. What Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? Yes. You think that's real? you think it was, and that's a fringe thing to fucking say. Have you ever like, seen the DVD? Shawn and, Shawn and Bret come out and said it. Have you ever seen the DVD Shawn when? versus Bret or the? They did the... not say it was a work. Like, yeah. Oh hey, yeah. It was Bret playing. Bret Hart went to Shawn plan. Michaels a year before that and said that he wanted to be real kayfabe to where they really didn't like each other because he wanted people to think that. And then somewhere along the it lines, was a work, it was worked into a shoot. Somewhere along the lines, they legit started to that's not like as, each other. That's the same as uh, fucking. Uh, Kevin Sullivan book his, booking his own divorce. I guess. That but ain't a work. Somewhere along the lines in that four or five year period, they legit started to not like each other. And I think it was because if you watch the Wrestling with Shadows movie, whether you think that's real or fake or not, <laughs> um, in it, um, they have the lead up to the Iron Man match with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. And Bret Hart makes mention of, he said, I think Vince is trying to make me look like the old fighter and he's trying to. He's trying to basically like numb me out to where, uh, and earlier in the show he talks about Vader and some other guys how they used to be big monsters and and now in WWF they're kind of not or whatever anymore and everything's changing and Dude, whatnot. I, and 
Um, I totally just realized the arms on this chair go up. Yep, up and down. <laughs> nice. Uh, he, he had like this impending doom feeling, and he said when they were shooting the vignettes for the Iron Man match, he goes, "They got me out here running in the snow like an old man, like I, you know, and I'm like almost like I look too tired, can't get it done." And he's like, "Then they got Sean like climbing mountains and doing all this over the top crazy stuff with Jose Lothario in the ring, and you know he's just this nonstop monster or whatever." And you, you can't honestly like, tell me that Bret Hart didn't know what the fuck was going on when he had creative control and then when that night when Shawn michaels won the match bret hart says he go he goes after you Vince won the had match to fucking ask them anybody that's been in charge of anything sees that's toxic fucking what shit, right take what, care of itself like uh, so bret hart says 20 million dollars and i can stay fuck you pal bret hart says when you won the match plus you just send him to your fucking rival who's going to destroy him and fucking destroy themselves at the same time yeah, yeah. they didn't know that was but going on I, though. they were getting I, their ass kicked at that point so when when sean won that match they were still on top of that point no they weren't 97 yeah they were Who? 97 was all wcw the entire yeah, that fucking was year 96 when nwo took over right? but i'm that saying brett way through brett went and then like a year later wcw's on the decline right 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 well they, they couldn't have predicted that they were getting their asses kicked they were hoping maybe i i just say i think when they had their tiff with each other was that night whenever he won the title and sean said get the fuck out of my ring this is my time now and fucking, I think Bret Hart took that super personal, and I think he just held that close to his titty, and I think that's where the the wait, wait. the the How breakup. How am I the one that's fucking defending <laughs> Shawn Michaels and the work and all this bullshit when I'm the Bret Hart WCW guy? <laughs> I mean, Dick, what I'm saying is, what do you mean you switch roles? He got he got booted. There was no Brett was not in on it. The only way that it is a work is if Brett was in on it. Brett knew that Shawn Michaels was gonna put him in the fucking sharpshooter. He knew that, he was getting fucked over that night somehow. But yeah, he had a feeling. Uh, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Who knows? Maybe they made a movie and made it seem like he made it think like he thought he was getting fucked over. And made you think he thought that he thought he was no, getting fucked over. See, that's where you just fucked up right there. Maybe like that's too many sentences in a row. To maybe it's all storyline, pal. I've been saying <laughs> plus, that for a long time. Plus, Vince has been trying to kill Kayfabe for as long as he could fucking try to kill hey, Kayfabe. Did you ever think Vince McMahon would buy WCW? No. Right. What's that have to do with anything? Well, maybe this shit was a work. Yeah, but I bet time. if you ask him right now, he's probably gonna buy. He's probably gonna buy AEW in the next four years. <laughs> Just ask him. Maybe it's the biggest thing ever that I, happened in wrestling. I don't think and he'll made... buy it. I think it'll be. Uh, it has no value. It'll be an impact. How the I think, fuck doesn't have I no think value? It made so because much, it doesn't make any money. I think it made so because much. Because we're playing with a billionaire's dollars that has an off switch. I think Tony Khan's going to go to rehab and there's going to be no <laughs> money flow. <laughs> he does look like old fucking wild man when he freaked out about Eric Bischoff and the CM Punk buy rates and all that. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, is that what Chris told us to watch? That we didn't? <laughs> yeah, that thing. He, dude, he's been going off about it all week. Yeah, shit made me that? die laughing when he goes off. CM Punk's like, all right, let's move on to other things. And he's like, no, 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 give me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's Herb Abrams? <laughs> no, he went Herb Abrams for a full minute and a half, and CM Punk just sat there quiet the whole time. Mr. Electricity. With a half smile on his face, like, okay, let's, let's, you're making it worse. I mean, Shahid could take it over. Just hire fucking... Hire fucking William Regal to run your yeah, wrestling I mean, company. Kind Conrad of funny. can bring back Jim Crockett Promotions, too. It's kind of funny that he it's went David off. David Crockett Promotions, asshole. <laughs> it's kind of funny he went off like that, too, considering he's had Eric Bischoff on his show a few times, and Eric yeah, Bischoff said like, he liked Have you listened to those, though? Like, nah. There was an uneasiness to it. Like, That's interesting. You could hire Eric Bischoff to come back and run your show. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't want that. I mean, Vince, Rosa, Vince Russo mm -hmm. might need a job. No, nah, Eric could fucking bring Hulk Dixie, back. Dixie Carter. Eric could bring Hulk back into be a TNA situation. Well, Hulk needs a job. 
No. He's just he hanging out, singing karaoke, drinking. At his beach shop. He owns it. Yeah, I know. I didn't, Apparently, I didn't go. he's got somebody, some guy at his beach shop that tells over-the-top stories about his title belts. I didn't, <laughs> so not only do we have Hulk Hogan, feel, who is supposedly feel like a part of Metallica, three, but we've got a beach I, shop. I didn't feel now. like driving three hours to go there. <laughs> so... I want, I'm still. I'm gonna make it there. I might eventually, but this time I decided I'm gonna go get a tattoo. So, actually, next you time get I a tattoo of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yep. Next time I go, I'm gonna get Sting's tattoo though. That's you should have had the Scorpion by now, anyway, bro. No, you've been fucking around your whole life. Eh, <laughs> I'm going to. You just wait. Going to Nashville and next month, gonna come back with Scorpion tattoo. You should have had one like when you got out of high school. Or whenever you became a Sting fan, I don't know. You're, you've been fucking around your whole life, like I said. You should get it right here next to your eye, but a small one. You never put one. a tattoo on your fucking face. Why not? Look at Mike Tyson. No. Not no. You're not gonna look at him. <laughs> what? You're no, not gonna I'm, look gonna at look, him? I'm gonna look at Mike Tyson because he's gonna punch me in the face if I don't. <laughs> yeah, just don't heckle him. Well, yeah, on an airplane or any place, any place at all. You chase motherfuckers, two motherfuckers around a hotel, beat the shit out in Savage. Thing is, though, you think you'd be like <laughs> the fuck. You if thought he, that dude on the airplane hey, was gonna. You think get. if he rears back and be like, wait, 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 he's like, no. what? Well, no, you used to be like, wait, 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 what? What? Didn't, didn't, didn't. No, I think when Mike Tyson's in cocked and ready position, you're getting blasted. I don't think I'd ever try to piss off Mike Tyson. You probably never see it coming. I don't think. I think if Mike Tyson raises a fist, it gets used. I don't think he raises a fist like I might hit you. Oh yeah, he's just gonna fucking. I think he just right. And that white man on the plane found that out that day because he got bapped a bunch of times. I've seen that video three or four times. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid enough to open my mouth to Mike Tyson. A machine gun hit that motherfucker that day in the face about nine times, maybe more than that. I don't know how many he didn't connect with, but he didn't raise his fist and threaten. He raised it and threw it immediately. My mama taught me respect. And Mike guess Tyson, what? Don't, don't play games. If I can't, if I can't defend myself, I don't talk shit to Stone you. Stone Cold Steve Austin's probably lucky that he got away with acting like he could shove Mike Tyson in a ring and not get punched in real life. I they mean, probably fucking, paid him. I mean, fucking Chris, Chris Jericho got laid out. I bet you they paid Mike Tyson two million dollars to let Stone Cold shove him and not have him punch him back and knock him out in real life. <laughs> well, yeah, I love Stone Cold Steve come, Austin. He's a tough I mean, son come of a bitch. But if come Mike Tyson dragged Mike, him, you know he would drop. Come on, Mike Tyson had the fucking promo where he's like. You guys are lucky I'm on Prozac, so I don't kill all you motherfuckers. <laughs> I broke my spine. Spinal. He's like, I got like $2 million. I don't know where it is, but I didn't. I ain't going to kill you. I watched, um, when he first got out of prison, he did a, a biography movie about his life I watched and shit, and he talked about beating up Don King and, and shit and some weird shit. He's like, I took Everybody, this man. That, I, he's like, I took this man, and I loved him my whole life like a brother, like a father. That's I the one where him. he's like I laying. loved him. He's like, I held him, and I just beat him, and I said, Why? why and i just kept beating him and beating him till blood came out of space but i loved him the That's whole the time one where he's like laying in the front yard and the fucking yeah he's like oh you know sometimes they just you know they they you know they call me the kid yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> some other shit yo. you know sometimes you take a bump your hot stops you know you shit happens <laughs> jamie fox doing a movie about him coming really? out did, be interesting. He, did he get fucking jacked for it yeah he's huge he's super huge right now that's like fucking chris hemsworth jacking up to be hulk hogan been not about that, that big, for years. not that big, but he's super, super big. Which is kind of scary because Chris Hemsworth was already jacked to begin Chris with. Chris Hemsworth looks like a dude with a bodysuit on. Last time I seen a picture of him, <laughs> it didn't look like he had a real body. Anymore. All, right. All right, moving on. You had Wardlow come out, talk about the fuck. I gave up. I didn't ask to be in the. Is that a finger? I don't know what that is. Paul Bear just pulled some weird shit out. Actually, isn't that... He's talking about Kane, ain't he? Yeah, we're leading up to Kane. Yeah. But, uh... 
Wardlow came out and said, I didn't ask to be in the Battle Royal because CM Punk's our real world champ, and I'm not coming until he's healthy. So I'm going to go after the title that I almost won a few months ago. So I'm going to go for the TNT champion. And you talked about Scorpio Sky coming out, looking like a punk bitch, all that stuff. <laughs> Him and Wardlow both look like punk bitches. Like, you're debuting this brand new fucking pretty title, and Wardlow's the number one contender. Just have Wardlow go for that goddamn belt. It didn't make me excited. The only thing about the whole belt thing that makes me excited is it's a decent-looking belt, and uh, Wardlow, I mean, that thing just fell flat. AEW can design design titles. It's not like they can pay that one old boy that Conrad likes to... Yeah, it's not like WWE where they that Conrad told Tony, they're like, "Oh, Tony we're going to redesign this title," and it comes out, and you're like, "Can we have the old one back?" <laughs> like, I hate to say it, the new United States title. It's like, please bring out the American flag belt again. <laughs> yes, please, and the Intercontinental title it doesn't even look like the Intercontinental title. No, it looks like the like bring back the one Cody brought. Looks like a boxing title belt to me. Fuck, you can bring out the original, the Pat Patterson one, and it will look better. <laughs> And bring back the Winged Eagle while you're at it. Or the belt that they gave Stone Cold Steve Austin because he cut himself in the face with the Winged Eagle. <laughs> he, ain't around, he ain't around no more for him to be a champ. What, Austin? Yeah. Well, no shit. He talked about wrestling his last match at WrestleMania on Cody's podcast, or when he podcasted with Cody. I'm just saying, they want to worry about him winning the wind, Winged Eagle and cut himself in the face gonna, no more. You don't think he's going to... Be a once a year like Undertaker. Get the fuck no, out he here. he had his moment. He was he was fucking excited as shit. <laughs> and thing is, he he goes, he was sitting in the back, and I was watching your match, Cody. And I'm like, that's the fucking shit. That that's the that that's the fucking shit right there. <laughs> and then he goes, you got me excited. And I came out and had my match. I'm like, yeah. Dick was snoring in the chair. <laughs> I was right next to him. I heard it. <laughs> Okay, uh, Wardlow's gonna wrestle fucking twenty guys, <laughs> twenty jabrones. I hope we see somebody get hurt. We're going to is jabrones, <sighs> right? All AEW, all AEW hopefuls and shit. Young, I don't want the championship, but he wants the TNT. He wants to be the television champ instead and, and, of the fucking world champ. And then, like I said, they made him look even like I don't know. It was really bad, poorly done. They should have just had a fucking interview with Scorpio Sky in the ring. And have yeah. him cut some fucking shit heel promo and then, and then, and then have more of those music hit and have him come out and interrupt him and be like, yo, I'm coming to take your title. I think that's not or, say or shit even, about the heavyweight title or, at all. Or, or even better, you just do what I said they should have done with Thunder Rose and Serena Deeve and Wardlow just comes to the ring and fucking power bombs the shit out of Scorpio Sky. Yeah, then, but he might be injured, so you don't, they're probably trying to keep him for a match in case they do have him lose immediately, which you can they're give probably him, going to. You can give him one power bomb and then have fucking Ethan Page hit Wardlow and then Wardlow fucking power bombs Ethan Page. If he's getting MRIs for shit, then they're not wanting him to get power bomb before he needs to be getting power bomb. So I, I don't think I would have done that, but it would have made more sense for him to come out and interrupt Scorpio instead of the other way. When Scorpio came out and interrupted him and then Wardlow backed down, it was almost like, what? I don't think you needed to talk about Wardlow and the championship at all. I think that was a stupid response to Tony's fucking bullshit with John Moxley. <laughs> yeah. And they should have just furthered the security uh, storyline along. Yeah, and they now they're just not culminating. The yeah. The like I said, story. it, it would have made more yeah. sense for Wardlow to come out and just say, I'm coming for your belt, not mention the World Heavyweight title at all, instead of having him in there answering questions from Tony Khan about 
you're the number one contender. You're going for the world title. And him being like, no, <laughs> I want the TNT I title. Want that belt. It needs defended right. That world title's already being defended right because <laughs> everybody's tuning in to see it every week. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. But it, I don't know. The, hopefully, they just don't drop the ball board though because they really. I feel like they have. Goldberg in their hands if they do it right or or something like that you know what I'm saying I don't say Goldberg specifically because you can't redo that shit but I'm like they guy. definitely have they if they write him right they have a reason to tune in to AEW every week to keep them on TV on TV for maybe more than five years like you said but then that goes with his longevity contracts whether he gets pissed and decides to go WWE gets injured maybe he gets blowed out maybe he ain't the man we quite thought he was we'll see and this, this is his first year I think he might be he might be the Booker T of AEW. Maybe this is his first year. We'll see. You know what I mean? We'll just have to see. Oh, I'm interested though. He's got me. In, I didn't like him at all at first. I hated I him. Yeah, I I he's trash. So, but I, I'm a semi fan right now. I've liked what they've done with him so far, and I'm interested to see where they go. But they they could drop the ball at any moment, and they're on, on <laughs> at the, any moment, and they're on the cusp of it right now with a fucking twenty on one handicap match, and he's just gonna power bomb twenty fucking people. You know he is. <laughs> Tony doesn't know what to do with faces. It, like I said, they're the, the, we'll just see what happens, but it feels very yeah, Dad, Kevin Nash. It feels very Make Kevin Nash. Or contender and have a tournament. It feels very Kevin Nash or the Giant in WCW, like when when they broke his neck and he came back all angry and beat the shit out of just everybody. <laughs> you know. Or maybe it'll be like Stone Cold during the invasion. He'll come up in his truck and beat everybody up from the outside of the arena all the way to the inside of the arena. That would make sense, maybe. If not, we'll have Wardlow get in the ring and 20 people will just attack him and he'll just powerbomb people left and right. And it'll be we'll be sitting there just like Jesus Christ the whole time. Like we'll be it'll be It's like that long joke on the family guy that doesn't end. It's just power bomb after power bomb. Or, or Peter fighting the are chicken. You, are you yeah. bleeding? Yeah, you're bleeding. <laughs> or like I said, or Peter fighting the chicken. Fucking and maybe he'll actually get somebody to break that table over there that nobody breaks. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do with him for the year. We'll see. All right, we had we had a match between Pac and uh, Buddy Matthews qualifier for a brand new title that they debuted, the All Atlantic Championship that has an Australian, Australian and right. Japanese flag on it that are both in the Pacific. Hmm. I, there's got to be another reason for that. Someone's got to. We got to send Tony an email. And ask it's because they wanted to say it was all or Mid Atlantic or whatever, and they can't. So they put something close, and it doesn't make any sense. There should well, be what, a fucking tournament. Honest, for honestly, it. what? Okay, but we don't have what, nothing from well, Miro. Well, no, here, so I thought, no, here's tournament I thought it was Stardust. Well, no. Here, here's here's an honest thing. What can you call a new title like a like you, a well, intercontinental? No, you title, have intercontinental. You already have intercontinental title. You have the United States title. You have the North American title. Pure. You have the X, never open you have, weight. You have the X division title. You have the never open weight championship. You have uh, shit. Uh, uh, fuck. I have uh, too many titles is what you got. Basically. Is okay. Yeah. You said situation. pure. The pure is the. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Well, not the not the All Atlantic. You can't bad you, name for you it. You already have a television title technically with the TNT and TBS championships. Yeah, hey, I don't. I don't know. I don't get where they're going. I really don't. Like, it like make sense what's an actual good name you could call this championship? The NATO title. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the European title. Um, well, WWE. That's a defunct WWE title. They could have called it something different, but something like that, something similar to that. Guys, we have the Mediterranean title. Dude, that would be a lot better than 
All Atlantic. All Atlantic. What's Tony Khan? Where's he from? Where's his family from? Champaign, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> no, I mean, what, what's his heritage? I'm sorry. Middle Eastern somewhere. Okay, why not the Middle Eastern? I thought he was Native American or Pacific Islander Asian. I don't know. Tony I'm, Con- sure. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan's here. Better Google it. It's worth a Google. Why not? Why not that country where he's from? Why not a belt from the country he's from? They got all these foreigners going for it anyway. Why not? Why not a belt from your homeland? It would make more sense than Mid Atlantic, because like you said, or t- sorry, uh, All Atlantic, because unless he means like the All Atlantic region of the United States, but then why is it only foreigners that are in the match? And there's not a one American in the match at all, right? Unless New Japan puts an American in it. So that would imply that it's a, an all foreign title. So it's got to be like they a European title Japanese or. Title belt. Treated or, like a woman's division. I don't know, man. Uh, Shahid Khan is a Pakistani-American billionaire. What's wrong with the Pakistani world title? What, what country is that? A, well, I mean, they're Asian people. Pa- Pakistan? What's wrong with the fucking Asian-American world title or something? I'm actually really... Now that we've said that, I'm really... We're just all Asian. Well, no, no, I'm really surprised. It's not, not the, all Asian. That wouldn't make sense. But. Well, no, I'm really surprised it's not the Asian championship just for the fact that that's what I mean. For, well, nobody's though. ever done it. Well, that too. N- no, uh, WWE had a Japanese Eastern Continental no. Championship. Boom! There you go. No, uh, WWE had a uh, well, Southern Asian. Southern Continental they had an Asian. They had an Asian or a Karate Championship, and why not? Bring- uh, uh, dude that owns New Japan. Why not? Why the not original guy, Anaki. Yeah, Anaki was the first and like only champ. Why don't they bring back like? But a, no, the they've been showing the videos during commercial breaks of uh, not discriminating against Asians. Right, right, right. And Tony so, Khan being like, "Why wouldn't you have an Asian title?" That or why? Like why they're they're originally from Jacksonville, Florida is where they're from. So why not have the implication? They're originally of like, from Champagne. They're from no, no. I mean the AEW. Like their first yeah. shows was in Jacksonville, Florida, right? So why not have like a like a Southern type t- type of title or Southern Eastern Southern Southern so- Southern Atlantic Championship? There's plenty of defunct some, titles to pick a fucking like name or, from too. Or that's s- how you always get your heritage, I guess. But. I he know. just really wanted, really, really wanted Mid Atlantic, and they couldn't get it, so they called it the All Atlantic. But it doesn't make sense to me that they only have only foreigners in it. Which yeah, okay, the matches you have, Pen- you have Penta taking on Malachi Black, you have Ethan Page taking on Miro, you had Buddy, you had Buddy Matthews and uh, Pack, and then you have two representatives from. New Japan that we don't know who they are yet. Unless it's just his way of saying "fucking," I got diversity, so I got all these these different and people whoever in this match. So you also shouldn't start a tournament until you know it's participants. And then that's it. <laughs> there's only <laughs> that's there's, the Joker's. There's the New there's Japan only guys. there's only qualifiers, and the four guys that qualify will then battle in a four way at Forbidden Door for the championship. Oh, so it's different. It's a different title, a different tournament. So as of right now, we know that Pack defeated Buddy Matthews, so he's officially in the Fatal Four Way. And Miro's going to beat Ethan. Page. Oh yeah, they I shouldn't did. even have this fucking match. Just put Miro in the damn championship. I imagine Malachi Black will win. Come on, do we really want to see? It would mean more if they handed it to Miro, and Miro just said that he handed it because he's the godliest. Like, like, well, no, just. I do we really have to watch Miro just fucking knock over Ethan Page and be like, game over? <laughs> 
Pretty much. I'd like to see Ethan Page get beat up by Miro and made him tap out. I he's, don't I like Ethan Page. I think he's annoying. He's got like a weird mole on his head or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the North. So it's never, is that who he is? That's the, the, yeah, him and Josh was, Alexander. He was the real fat one. The long yeah, the longest reigning Impact World Tag Team Champions. This means nothing. <laughs> to you? <laughs> to anyone. I don't think it means Actually anything. Ethan Page's final match in uh <laughs> impact was fucking hilarious it was cinematic it was yep. him versus himself it was ethan page versus his alter ego the karate man and the See? karate man rips out ethan page's fucking heart just like in uh dumb and dumber <laughs> and it was it was awesome and ethan page was pissed about it and fucking ripped impact a new one but it was me and scott got a chuckle so we were <laughs> we were watching it it was a good time he's a joke <laughs> also just let you guys know about the fire stick since roku let me down so hopefully fire stick don't let me down so i can watch shit at my house if i can't come here no you can't come here i know i'm not allowed here no more i like cowboy shits it's too loud and break shit all the time i break shit what i break <laughs> out of control yeah are you talking about stuff i might break later when dick takes a swanton this draws in nova <laughs> scotia by the way all right, you had uh, Thunder. <laughs> yeah, Thunder Rosa defending the. Uh, they're having a flag. They're having a flag on a pole match. Yeah, Thunder Rosa defending the championship against uh, Marina Shafir. Dude loves Stone Cold and Undertaker versus the Hart Foundation. That's a uh, Mrs. Roddy Strong. Minus Brian <laughs> Pillman, I think he might be dead. Marina Shafir is Roddy with Strong's, Roddy Strong's old yeah. lady. Yep. Hmm. And yeah. Thunder Rose is not losing the belt yet. Just talking about the Mera Mera. La Mera Mera. <laughs> uh, Tony Storm came out for the save after Sharina. Or, God, I put her in two She'd be looking together. good in that cowgirl hat, but she'd be, she'd be cutting some shit promos, man. <laughs> Maybe that's why she doesn't have TV time. I mean, she could talk I, She could talk about as well right now as fucking uh, maybe, Nyla Rose. Maybe Kenny's just writing bad segments for the girls. There you go. We can have Vicky Guerrero come be the mouthpiece for Thunder Rosa. They're both Texas. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Nope. I don't need to hear the excuse me anymore. Oh, Thompson you want to hear some more excuse me? She's going to get something else over. No. She's trying to still get Nyla over. <laughs> Nyla's over. Mm-hmm. She's over there, not right. in the picture. And Until they want to make your champion look strong. Strong hand, maybe. Then they put you against her the first time and you beat her. And then after that, you're strong. You ever seen a league of their own? Yeah. And they're going through the video and they're showing all the pictures of the women up close and shit. And they're like, and there's Marla, Marla Hooch. Hooch. <laughs> She's way out there waving <laughs> and shit. She, yeah. or what do they say? Ain't she great. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Marla Hooch. Ain't she great. And she's out there at like center field but, waiting but, way the fuck but away. That's, the bad, that's the bad part. The, the beauty instructor. She's like in a lot of night games. <laughs> I love when they're looking at all of them and shit and she sees her and she's like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of night games. <laughs> It's a good movie. It is. They're having a series of that on Netflix. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Just to let you guys know, next week, we're we're not going to be talking about wrestling. We're just going to do our complete overhaul, review, <laughs> analysis of A League of Their Own. I'm not going to do a, watch their bastardization of a good movie. You know, Peoria had a team in that league that they were talking about. So did Springfield. Springfield Sally's. They ain't going to be highlighted. It's going to be about the Rockford Peaches, but they might show them get beat. <laughs> they might have a simulated field of what could have looked like Champagne's I, field back then. I actually, uh, 
what uh kenosha rockford this, and uh is it supposed to take place after the movie there's only no idea there's, they just announced it has or, to because it showed colored baseball players and they didn't have colored women in the women's league um they weren't allowed and also i think it folded after world war ii finished uh, it, it went for 11 it was like 11 years yeah so it was, like, it was from after like, world war ii was over it didn't last for no, long it was it was from like 44 to like 55 yeah. so men's baseball started back up and they're like we don't need you ladies go back to the kitchen hey, they still got they still got a good 11 year run man fucking, that's but, what they did back then but no like kenosha kenosha uh rockford and uh racine they're like the ones that won like all the championships <clears throat> yeah but that's what they did back then dick I know that's what they did back then. You're just free, freely flowing with like fucking. I'm being shit historically like accurate. Six, <laughs> six minutes straight. I'm being historically. Don't got accurate. any of them colors over there. They well, didn't I, have them. Well, they I, didn't. Well, yeah. I don't think. They well, that's that, that was the point in the movie when they had the black lady pick up the baseball and fucking throw it at Gina Davis, and uh-huh. she's like, because yeah. they were talk- they were trying to show the Negro leagues too. Yeah. Which now are recognized. They, they didn't have a women's Negro league though. No, they only had men's Negro yeah. leagues. Which now they're recognized by the which every, yeah they stole a shitload of their players for the mlb jackie robinson yeah the greatest baseball player still of all time uh, yeah i mean we, that's debatable yeah it's not really i, I don't know if <laughs> for what he went through and as good of a player as he was yeah yeah he was a good player he went through a lot of segregation and whatnot but there was also a lot of other players that came with him to the mlb that were a part of that same league. Uh, they just don't highlight. Um, Satchel Page was one of them and a few other Negro players that had just as good a careers, if not longer, uh, or just as long, and they just don't highlight them the same as they did Jackie Robinson's because he had... Because he was the first. That's how business well, works. Well, no, he, they all came at the same time, but he did the most, like, like he, like, as far as getting popular-wise, like, he got the most, like, with white people. Like, you know what I mean? He got, like, the rest of them didn't. They just played ball and did what they were supposed to do. And he got in with, the like, the obviously seen. Hey, the, man, he got the respect of Steve the Pirate. Right. You've seen, <laughs> you seen the movie. Yeah. Not being an asshole. Uh, I mean, old boy from. Making uh, a joke real quick. Old boy from uh, Tokyo Drift comes out there and shakes his hand and says, maybe someday they'll see me and they'll think that we look the same or some shit like that to him or whatever. <laughs> you know, and they do the little wave to the crowd. Pee Wee, what's his name? The, the kid from Sling Blade, I like the way you talk. Yeah, but his name is Pee Wee something. It's an actual baseball player. But. Yeah. And then uh, main event, you had Kyle O'Reilly winning the Battle Royal, taking on, or it's the Battle Royale with cheese, taking on uh, John Moxley. Whoever wins went on to uh, Forbidden Door. I I think they should have let Kyle O'Reilly one instead of John Moxley. I do too, based off that. I mean, Not, they had me a believer. Why do they got to cut him off? He's been working hard for. Got to have star power. Get star power. He does have star. That power. That would have been. That was star power being built. He cut a killer ass. He's been cutting killer ass promos since he showed up in AEW. You cut a fucking awesome one right before the match. He's been putting on. Who's had the best? Who's had the best title run in AEW? He's been putting on phenomenal match. Right, but we've already seen that. We haven't seen him with the crowd. We haven't seen him with the crowd. If I if I wanted to see John Moxley <laughs> as AEW champion again, I'd just turn on WWE. Uh, I've seen it. I thought yeah, a, I thought three or four a, times. I thought AEW was about seeing something different. I think my dog gets confused at times when I call him Dino. Uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I think that uh, I watch AEW for something different. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I think that I don't think will be over ever again now. I think that he like that was his timing. I think they that washed it for an next WWE guy. Yeah, I think that he's the perfect interim champion. I think that he would give the guy that he's wrestled Tanahashi, right? 
I think that he would give him a fucking ten times better match than what John Moxley will. And I think that when CM Punk the, comes the back thing, from injury, that Kyle O'Reilly and CM Punk will be a ten times better match than John Moxley and CM the bad, Punk. The bad be. part is, I have a feeling like Tanahashi doesn't want to wrestle against somebody he doesn't like know already. Well, whatever. And fucking, like him and Moxley already have that repertoire. So you're in our country now. He should win the match. What Tanahashi? Yeah. He probably will champ. because that's who fucking CM Punk actually wants to wrestle. That's the farthest over you're going to get Japan ever. You're not going to have another opportunity. I actually, what you need to have do. I think it'd be a mistake to give him the belt. Actually, what you need to do is have Kenta of any sort. What you needed to do is have Kenta show up and call CM Punk a little bitch. Especially they don't really like it. Like that'll probably never happen. They don't. No. I hope it'll be sweet. <laughs> I don't think they'll give him the, the belt strictly because nobody in this country to, knows who he is. Unless you have the two, you have the two GTSs. Like they're trying to get into the regular audience. That's why they're giving it John Moxley the fucking rub instead of Kyle O'Reilly. Like they're not. I think they're gonna have John Moxley win at the pay per view because nobody knows who this dude is in America. Okay, but still, your random fourteen year old does not know who this fucker is. Yeah, no. but, and yeah, but the last it doesn't matter. They said he's champion. It's interim champion. Right, right. I get that, but they're trying to get to a certain audience right now where their last like four fucking weeks of episodes the the lowest rating for males they've had is like 34 to 56 they want like fucking 14 to like 34 the only way to get that is to get up to john moxley because who the kids know who john moxley is they don't know who random japan man is yeah, well yeah Japanese it's like when, do it it's so like brent knows a, who he is lucas knows who he is hardcore wrestling fans know who he is right, but they're trying to tap to in. make it they're not yeah, they're, figure, this is a chance yeah, they sell them to their current audience i, I think so, they're gonna go with john yeah, moxley figure, and try to tap crit, into a young figuring chris slaughters his name every time he tries to say it i think they're gonna give it to john moxley and try to tap into that younger younger nah, audience no nah, that's what sam punk's for no nah, he's for you and me no, he's a greats of all time. Thing is, yeah, though, I know behind, that, but they need younger, and I think that they want younger. And in order to get that, when six months Moxley, while he's going through his surgery, it's going to be a Japanese hate, hate fest to, say to try it, though, to get them over. When you look at AEW's roster, you're looking at WCW because <laughs> we've been saying that since. I mean, well, it's yeah, all, but it's when on you, TNT, dog. But when you look at it, what CM Punk's number one, one A, who's one B? You had Ric Flair and Sting. And you have CM Punk and John Moxley. They're not on no Ric Flair Sting level. I wouldn't. I'm, say that I'm again, still just you. making the reference one A one B. I couldn't do that. Like who's who? Other okay. You might have one C Brian Danielson because Kenny Omega is injured and he would be a two. You have Adam Cole who's injured who's a two. You have Hangman Adam Page who just lost the title and is a two. The fact of the matter is they're all fucking sixes and fucking. Ain't worth I'm talking shit. To, I'm talking to tier, man. We're talking about like dynasty. You got ones, you got twos, you got threes, you got fours. Then after that, right. you just got they're job- part of the fucking gymnasium. Fucking no, they're rebuilding not. Not in AEW. Bullshit. I don't think it's comparable to WCW, ECW, TNA, WWF, anything. I think it's its own thing. I, don't I think, think CM Punk. Uh, I think everything's on pause until CM Punk gets back. And I think if it's going to be comparable... Oh, will be. That's why they're naming an interim champ. I think, right. if, I think if you're going to compare AEW to anything, you have to compare and, it to and New the bad Japan. Pa- and the bad part is, your other one, you sent home because Time Warner don't want to play, or Discovery Warner don't want to play with him. Uh, I, I think that you, the only wrestling company or I, organization... I still, I'm still contemplating wearing my fucking mid-shirt to the show Wednesday. <laughs> they might tell you take it off. Uh, I, I well, think then it's more, gonna, <laughs> well, then I'm going to wear my FTR Legends shirt. I think it's more of a, a Japanese wrestling company than a WCW wrestling company. 
I don't see when I, mean, I it's watch definitely it. Definitely the perfect mix of both. Of both. I, it tries to be, but even with that, I don't. I don't know. I don't see WCW at all until I see like a terrible hardcore match. I, I think it's more like um, that's because you only watched the terrible part of WCW. Well, the, the Jim, like, Jim the whole Hurd? thing is WCW. Who was it that ran? Was it Jim Hurd that ran mid? Ran it into the ground. Ran yeah. mid Atlantic. No. Who ran that? Uh, that was Crockett Promotions. That's who this motherfucker wants to be like, like yeah. mixed with Japan. Right. That's what I see when I watch this. I don't see WCW though. I don't see uh, like I mean, ninety-seven to fucking two thousand WCW. Is that where he was trying to go with it? Because I don't see no, that at no, all. No. Or is he trying to go way earlier all time. than that? Of all time. No. He ain't been around long enough to be able to say some shit like that, I don't feel like. Like I said, I can't compare them to anything right now. They want. It feels like they want to be Attitude Era, but they can't quite get it right because no one can get You can't redo that shit. You just can't. It's not the same era to do that, and it's a different era. You have to adapt with the times or whatever, but they I mean, definitely want to be rock and roll all the time. Which is cool. You, they want to be that rock concert that you go watch and shit, well, but it's not comparable to anything right now. I think they need a couple more years to be compared to anything at all. I don't know. I well, just don't. Well, the bad part is we've all watched wrestling long enough. I've watched every episode of WCW, by the way, pal. I just didn't watch it when we were younger. You well, no. watched every episode of Nitro, dog. That's like... I've watched all the Thunders 10%, as well. Yeah, that's 10% of WCW's history. Well, what else is there? All the rest of it from I mean, like eight, 1985 on. All the pay- no, I watched everything. Your favorite wrestler of all fucking times. 1985 is still NWA. I've watched everything. That's when they, I switched over. Was 85. I've watched everything 80, they have to offer. 88. 88. Anything they have to offer. This Rick WCW Flair's entire uh, fucking run. I've got the Four Horsemen's entire fucking run. Was Atlantic Championship NWA. Wrestling. You think I haven't seen any uh, of that? Saturday's Night Main Event. I'm just saying. You're like I watched every episode, Doug. I've, you didn't sit there and watch all that shit. Through. Not when we were fucking children. Dusty Rhodes, fucking Sting. Either, seen, either way, we've all RoboCop showing up in a cage. Living we, I've seen all kid. that shit. We we've all watched it when watched, I was a kid. But I've all, seen it on the network. We've all watched wrestling long enough to know that at when like in wrestling, you have your top like eight guys who can all be champs. And they fucking trade the belt between those guys. We've been over this, bro. I've been day one with the network like you. As, <laughs> as long as that shit's been available for me to watch, I wouldn't watch it. I'm saying that's what I came up on. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch it when I was a child, but I've seen it all since. Like, since that's been available, I've watched it. I've, I've always had the, the pay-per-views. You know that. I've watched every single WCW pay-per-view that's ever been available to be able to watch. And when I was able to watch them all on the network, I watched all WCW shit before I even went to WWF stuff when I first and, got the And network. the thing is, is with the network now, you can watch all that shit. Mid, uh, Mid Atlantic. All I've that ate up as much there. of their shit as I possibly can, and I've got Ric Flair and Four Horsemen DVD. Well, not anymore because I sold them all to Lucas. That had like fucking at I least wanna, eight I wanna, hours. I want to make you. I want to make you feel good right now about Ric Flair because uh, we had a nicknames category at Trivia Wednesday night, and uh, one of them was, uh, what wrestler uh, took his gimmick from Buddy Rogers, who is known as the Nature. Uh, it was a fucking horrible question, but. Were you, did anybody uh, else get it right? Well, of course. When they asked the fucking question, half the people in the bar all in the brewery all go, woo! Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair versus... And I uh, think I'm the only person... Brian looks at me and he goes, man, I thought you'd be the first person to go, woo. I go, I look right at him and I go like this. <laughs> Ric Flair versus the King Harley Race? Fucking, well, I guess he wasn't really the king. Well, he might have been. I don't know. In fucking NWA, NWA. In, the, in the cage. For the fucking the championship shit. was like an hour. 
That's that was in Kansas of, City. That was Central State. That's one of my Chuck, fucking favorite matches. Which I don't get to play the night because it's Thursday night, but the, either way. The tag team match with Ric Flair Ult- and Dusty Rhodes against Ult- Nikita Koloff and fucking... Ultimate. Four Horsemen, because when they bro- after the match, they broke Dusty Rhodes' leg or whatever, and the Four Horsemen in the ring, and all them people are trying to get uh, in the ring and fight them and shit, and that, that was on. I've seen that. And, Ultimate Warriors, one of the picture hints this week. Yeah, dude, I've seen a lot of that old good shit, bro. I didn't watch it as a child, no. You didn't watch but it either, all the way through either. But either way, we like we all know growing up watching wrestling that you have like your top t- eight what guys do you mean? at the what top you of the fucking that I haven't roster. watched the whole you episode? You watched WCW from 1996 and I've seen on what? through the storylines. Everything so, else you've watched in clips. A show at a time. I'm, or I'm gone back. I'm watching the shit right now. As a matter of fact, you ain't. Fact. There, it ain't even available like that. Like you ain't sat there and like. You can go back as far as it, it. Look the history. You can seen go back it, as far as you. You can go all lines. the way back to fucking '85 if you want to and start. You, you watching actually stuff. can on the network right now. You can go back as far as they got, dude. I'm just. You can go back you to ECW's it. very first day. And start you haven't done it. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> no, no. I'm watching fucking Monday Night Raw at this moment. Yes, but it is on there, motherfucker. You don't sit here and watch the network with me every day, do you? No. No, I'm just saying, you talk about everything on the fucking network, and I know what the fuck you watch, and you fucking you ain't never of, talked about it until now to try to prove a point that it doesn't some magic with what, what AEW's watch. watching, but it really the fuck is. No, it ain't. Yeah, Mid-Atlantic, Jim Crockett's fucking bullshit mixed with Japan. Boom. That's, That's what I what said. AEW is. Yes, and then you just went on a 10-minute tirade about because fucking you all you told me that I don't know. I said you've never watched it like you said from your first fucking statement. Okay. Not week to week. Okay. All the way the fuck through. Okay, sure. You haven't. Okay, you win. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Nope, I'm not watching it at all. I'm just trying to fucking You say might it. be watching it. You said, hey, I've watched it all week to week was your original statement. Most you of have. I have. You haven't, though. I'm just trying to say that we've all grown up watching wrestling knowing that there's like eight guys at the fucking top and you trade the belt between them. And AEW's guys are John Moxley. And he's the only one that's really healthy at the top fucking right now. I'd, so Jericho, Adam Page. Yeah. Jericho has his other bullshit going on. You're not going to give him the title right before blood and guts. Adam Page just failed. Adam Page was just the champion. Kyle O'Reilly could have strapped a fucking rocket to him Ky- and put him over right Kyle there. O'Reilly's not a top eight guy. He I, should be. He should be, but he's not one of their I, guys. They're not going to because they pulled a WWE about it. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I've thrown that interim title on O'Reilly. And I, did, I did love fucking Adam Cole's just straight fucking stare down of William Regal, though. When they were doing... O'Reilly's fucking shit. That that was just instantly undisputed era and William Regal all over again. I, I guess I don't know. You and know, that honestly, that was one of the best fucking things we've seen out of Adam Cole. When he's like, "I was the fucking I've I've been on this. I'm the I'm the Owen Hart Cup winner. Why don't I deserve the fucking title shot?" Like Adam Cole got to fire up his ass this week too, just like Hangman did in the last few weeks. They're trying to decide which one's the better Adam. Yeah, but now he's going after... He just won some shit and he's carrying on his fucking shit right now. Like, make th- that a something. I think they're just fired up because their friends are around. <laughs> and I think in about three months they're going to be back to fucking floating. All of them. And we're going to be looking for fucking Wardlow to win the title. He probably will win the goddamn title in a few weeks or months. I mean, Brian's injured, so he can't do that. Depends where they go with MJF They could have well. Yuta win it just as easily as Kyle O'Reilly, though. I, I thought they were for a minute. To uh, watch Moxley beat the shit out of him again? Yes. Be like, guess what? What? It he was, ain't ready yet. That's what he does. He just hardcore beats people now. I mean, that's why I called him Mick Foley. That's what he does. He has Cactus Jack matches. 
That's, he's honestly that's what John Moxley's done his entire career. Ever done. I mean, sixty nine tax. He's mankind like mid ninety nine, like between WrestleMania fifteen and like fucking Survivor Series. This gave him the title because we ain't got nobody else for the moment, and we know the people will like it a lot. All right, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the only other thing on Dynamite you had the debut on actual real TV of Will Osprey. Yeah, and they with, uh, fucked that up too with Aussie Open and I thought when Aaron Hanare when they did the ring rush with the crew when the group shit it was cool, but. Then they, the, they outside the graphic that said Will Ospreay. If you didn't catch that in five seconds, it's fucking well, that, like you well, had no clue who the fuck they were. Well, that's why that's their problem. That's, that's what, what I talked. That's what I talked about earlier. Like when that music first hit, you had the legit people in the crowd that knows New Japan, and they're like, "Holy shit, it's Will Ospreay!" And you got the that's oh, what, and then they popped up his name on the screen, and then the other people that was barely the other people. The other people did like when we were at All Out when we watched Kojima and Moxley. And then you had the kids behind us when Suzuki came out, and they're like, "Who in the fuck is this guy?" I think it was a lot of people just reacting. You could have sneezed and missed that on TV, though. I think it was a lot of people reacting in the building because it was just somebody coming out, and it was just like, "Oh shit, something's happening," and everybody reacted to it. But AEW once again, just like with the Tanahashi shit, like they don't explain nothing to you; it just no. it happens, and they're like, and, "Oh and shit!" And unfortunately, bro. unfortunately, here here's the perfect example of what they do. They put Excalibur on it, and Excalibur's like, "This is this is Will Ospreay." He talked about it, and the so, like I was saying, if you're like Brent or me or you, we know who Will Ospreay is. But a normal 14, 13 year old, fifteen year old, they don't know who that is, and you, unless you're super, super into what? it, like like and, some, and does some guy with Jr's. A, I mean, usually Jr. when he wants to get something over, is fucking my hammer fist. And he was like, "Oh my gosh, we lost Brandon New Japan. What could happen?" Uh, he was just some dude with a bowl cut and fucking a six pack. And, and the and the thing is, with like Excalibur now, they try to get him to read three minutes worth of shit in fifteen seconds, and he can't fucking do it. He, so. looked, he reminded me of one of the Paul brothers for a second. I was like, "What's that old Logan Paul doing on?" Oh wait, that's fucking old. We just, we just need Will, we just need fucking uh, Regal to come out and be like, "Men in the mask." You calm down. <laughs> I mean, come on. And then they fucking ruined Will Ospreay coming out. Because on Rampage, they had his team lose. Like, you debuted the biggest actual star That's probably he's in New Japan. Because he's not signed to their company. That's because Kenny Omega don't like him, I guarantee it. Oh, he's yeah. The fucking, and then you had it. Trent, of all people, beat his tag team. Deep-seated, yeah. And then they let fucking... Dude, the young Bucks don't like him. They let Kenny Ooh, don't like stepped him. Stepped in some Rapungi ways. That's because he's better than them. Right. They, and they know it. We're going with MJF right there. They're Triple H in them. At least they didn't make him get pinned. Like, you know, because... Yeah, they fucking had Kyle Fletcher take the loss. Like I said with Taz, you know, he Taz got pinned. It ruined him in WWF. After that, he was wrestling fucking JR. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, man. I, I It could just be a one-off match he did just to get to the pay-per-view and be out. I don't... If they sign him, though, and he sticks here, around, here, that'd be... Honestly, here's the bad part. When you get to the pay-per-view, what? We get a we get a 10-man tag. Will Ospreay, Aussie Open. Yeah. Great old Cobb. Isn't that what Japan does? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> but, I would imagine. But what? We get... We get the return of the best friends with Chuck and Orange Casty and FTR. That's part of the reason I'm not going to... Is FTR part of the Freds? No, but they were in the match, and you got to have 10 people, so... That's why I'm not going to buy the... We get the, the, re- still out, though, we, get right? the re- we get the return of Chuck and 
Orange and Cassidy. Everybody except for Orange. He might un- come un- unless, out and not wrestle. Unless it's New Japan. So we're going to get fucking two other members of Chaos. So you're going to have Rocky Romero and another member of Chaos. Yeah. Right. So fucking Goto, who is going to lose to Tanahashi. You could have fucking uh, Yoshihashi. Uh, you can't have the best member of Chaos because he's in fucking WWE and he also got injured by the Usos. And we look at you. Who's that? Fucking, really? Who's in chaos? In the WWE. founder of fucking chaos. Who? Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. Oh, I thought he was a Bullet Club dude at one no, point, too. He's the founder of chaos. He's a non-factor anymore in anything Japan because he's a WWF mark now. He's not a non-factor in WWE right now, too. Well, yeah, he's an injured. They don't have... Shinsuke, the one that took the fucking title off of Brock Lesnar. He ain't never going to be back around and do no shit like that. I feel either. like that might have been his peak. Yeah. It is his peak, because then he went to WWE like well, a dumb no, fuck. He was in TNA. I don't think so. He was... Yeah, he went to... He was in TNA. He was, yeah, that's, where, like, that's where TNA he did. TNA or Impact, that's one where, or the other. I thought he was wrestling AJ in Japan, I thought. If you're a member of New Japan, you have to do it to your excursion. He went to TNA. He, he had, like, oh. underwears on when he wrestled in TNA yeah. and kick pads. Hmm. And, like, weird hair. It was like... Yeah. Know, he had, like, the beaver cut. You, <laughs> like, this is how New Japan works. You go to the dojo... And you train, you become a long li- young lion, and when the rest of the guys decide that you're good enough to move on, you take a two-year excursion, you go to Mexico, you go to England, you go to fucking America, and you wrestle for two years, you build your character, you get to come back, and you recreate yourself. It's like a Japanese Chris Saban. That's what I think of when I think about him and TNA. I think they done thought about that too much. They did. <laughs> and the bad part is like Great Ocon just or, did it, or he just and Great Ocon has literally been back for like a year. He needs to go on another fucking two year excursion because that guy fucking sucks. Maybe WWE should do that to make like the Trent better. put himself through the fucking table. Like I mean, Tony Khan, just going to set up franchise. No, Trent got too excited and jumped early well, and put well, himself well, no, through the table. Like, that wasn't the guy on the I'll, fucking ring. Well, no, problem, no, fault. well, no, I'm, 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 I'm already going like. High spot of the week. No. Tony Khan's fucking angle of Trent putting himself through the table was my high spot. He had an angle for it? Yeah, they like changed like different, oh. fu- like how he had different camera angles, like filming fucking that, uh, that, yeah. that iron claw through the fucking table. Like, right. He he found the angle to make it look good. No, it looked like someone. It looked like he jumped through the fucking table to me. It looked like he just straight jumped through it to me. He fucking, yeah, Trent put himself through the table. Motherfucker, dude. Bad. Okay. I, think I have a high spot. You, we're not there yet. You had 12 fucking bullshit oh. minutes on <laughs> Rampage. I'm bad. He just jumped the gun on it, so he don't get a high spot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. Said, I, I just said I was fucking jumping it. <laughs> fucking, uh, you had 12 fucking terrible minutes on Rampage of fucking Eddie Kingston and Jake Hager. They made me tired. I, me and you can stand here for the next 12 minutes and slap the fuck out of each other. One of us can just fucking backhand the other one and collapse on the floor. Dude, that's I classic it, wrestling. I bet it'd be better TV. Well, Samoa Joe and Suzuki did the same thing. It's funny to me that Jake At Hager's, least they made smacking each other look good. It's funny to me that Jake Hager's like a fucking mixed martial artist and he fucking lost to two spinning back fists. <laughs> Kingston's two, penny, two spinning back fists. Wham, and, wham, and, wham, wham. And actually, one, two, three, you're done. Actually, I had to say the first 20 minutes of this show was actually fucking bullshit too because after that you go to a backstage segment with fucking Britt baker and her two bitches she cut a good promo no she didn't yeah she did i watched it no that yeah. was fucking bullshit what's bullshit? oh tony storm picked up the belt and i'm the real <coughs> bird dmd 
Yeah. T- fuck that's, you. That's the whole Tony, thing, but it's been that way for years. Tony Storm years. could shove her foot right up your ass because you suck and she doesn't. It's just a fucking Tony Storm marks all he is. Yes, I am. <laughs> I let her sit on my face. I think you're going to be fucking disappointed, buddy, at the end of it all. I am always disappointed in Tony Storm because no company ever uses her correctly besides okay. fucking Josh Pro. Stardom. Uh, who? Right, nobody. Japanese people? Nobody. NXT <clears throat> NXT UK? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody I've ever seen or anybody's ever really watched. NXT UK is WWE, buddy. Not really. Mm. They fall under the banner. I mean, right. Who watches it? So what you're saying is you really like her because she can do one-third of the job of a professional wrestler. She can do two-thirds. I think Britt Baker has the whole package. Britt Baker's, <laughs> Britt Baker's never been on real TV. No, start. TNT and TBS is pretty nationally televised. You can watch it at fucking Web Buffalo Man, Wild Wings if you want. I don't want to hear you say this bullshit because guess what? If you never wrestled for WWE, you don't fucking matter. She did wrestle for WWE. You she really don't. You haven't yet. You haven't had your You can't count career. that because guess what? You don't count NXT UK. You can't count she was NXT. She classic tournament. That's NXT. But she was signed to a WWE contract. She's That's still on. NXT. She Maybe had... Out. So you, classic you, you are arguing NXT. my point, Brent. Yes, like, I she am. She ain't worth a shit, and you like her. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'm just saying, she wrestled for, under Vince McMahon, whether you like it or not, and I, I, whether I'm, she didn't and make failed it or, from it. Right, right, right. And, I'm, but, being, hey, but I'm being, I'm being like the re- she never hey, wrestled there at all. Technically, like trying to do both hey, parts of the podcast. Technically, hey, I'm, NXT, hey, I'm being like the raging cage, and you give me a side of my fucking argument. I'm just saying, <laughs> technically, NXT is ran by. At the end of the fucking day, it all goes to Vince McMahon, whether you like it or not. NXT is a WWE branded thing. Yes, it is. So I, she wrestled yeah. for she the is, WWE. That she is followed out. Right, right, right. I get that, but he said she didn't wrestle for downs like that. And there's no. Yeah. I, like, well, that's because he calls it the Indie Mud Show bullshit. Where it it's is NXT. the Indie Mud Show bullshit. But, but WWE. She has it. got a chance to do it now, and I ain't seen shit from her yet. Is all I'm saying. She, Brit, I am not a Britt Baker fan at all, no. and you're making me defend Britt Baker. <laughs> that's what I was doing. That's was, what I'm trying to do, asshole. I was, I was sitting here being befuddled. That's what, that's what makes the show fun. I'm going <laughs> to argue and make you argue shit. You don't want to argue because you make me sh- argue shit. I, I don't want to argue. I didn't know what to say because he was. I was watching you defend someone you don't like for a minute, and I thought, what the fuck is going on? That's my. That's my job. <laughs> I mediate now. I'm just gonna piss you off. <laughs> but I was like, this just doesn't make sense. He tells me this all the time. I'm waiting for Tony. That da- da- might go boo. I, th- <laughs> I don't think uh, she's part of the picture now, though. I think Athena. We're gonna watch Athena flop. For I a think third time. that Tony Storm's too uh, worried about her OnlyFans page with Scarlett Bordeaux and everybody else. She, she don't um, have the heart for it, to be honest with you. She I, don't have the passion. I think Britt Baker's focused completely on left, professional wrestling. When she and that's left why WWE, she, she thought she was over. Yeah, she wasn't over when she when she thought she was done with it. Yeah, like she she'd come out in an interview said that. Yeah, I've got to go home. Fuck, I thought this was the end of my match. The but, shit, you know, the fuck that most of these people. Do something else. Most of these people wrestling right now are over. Fucking Roman Reigns ain't over. I'm not saying over. I'm saying done with. I think uh, like she wasn't going to wrestle anymore. Like she didn't know she was going to wrestle anymore. I think a lot of it too has to do with where your focus is at. Yeah, and I, I think don't think Britt she's Baker's got the heart for it. A hundred percent wrestling. She doesn't have an OnlyFans. She doesn't do anything on the side oh, other than her. D- yeah, but outside of that, what she did. She was bro. on Bar Rescue. Outside of that, what she do though? Professional wrestling. She doesn't do an oh, OnlyFans. Yeah. She doesn't do all these weird fucking other things and make money like, and shit. Br- she's one hundred percent wrestling. I, I I think the rest of them have different I'm, things going I'm, on okay. to the point I'm be, where I'm being the I'm being the asshole. I do like Britt Baker. I'm just trying to make argument. We're making the show good. I, I just I'm think tired, she's full I'm ti- well, no, wrestling. I'm ti- I'm tired I didn't even know she was on TV last well, week. Well, no, I'm, 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 tired, she was on Rampage I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of her DMD shit. But like, 
She's getting better, and she's only going to get better. What she's only he? she's only like thirty years old. <clears throat> DMD is going to go prime. away, just like Stone Cold. What? Like, what like, yeah, like your fuck, like your fucking prime of wrestling. She ain't even in her prime. Your prime of wrestling is thirty five to forty two. She can only get right, better over the next. Think she's like she can only get better over the next five years. I mean, she could still yet go to WWE with the DMD character and maybe possibly get over there. You're and just, the thing is, I'm pretty sure they might even take Adam Cole back for a little bit. Not he, unless he, he wants to be Max Dupree. Well, fuck. Shit. I mean, come on. He could be. I'm pretty sure he was probably meant to be he had Max to be, At this point, he'd have to go back and be Adam Baker. Actually, actually the thing is, they're probably like... Actually, how long it takes to actually get like a fucking trademark and all that. I'm pretty sure Max Dupree was probably supposed to be fucking Adam Cole. And they're like, oh, wait, we got LA Knight. There you go, buddy. I feel bad for LA Knight. Eli, whatever. Eli, Eli Drake. Drake. <laughs> and he's good. He can He can work. He can talk. I mean, he's little. You're well, little. He's the head of the LA fashion. Adam Cole is little you, too. You, you got those. You got those regular balls. Just like <laughs> Marie said, prove it. <laughs> Fucking goofy. <clears throat> okay, you had Chris Statlander and Red Velvet also, Good which match. I thought was the best match on the show. All the thing. The only thing I didn't like about it is yeah, Anna J come out face and choke being, out. Well, I mean that sucked too, but uh. What's her face with the fucking you know, money? Yeah, she had her shit painted. Uh, her toenails were painted white. Looks like bird claws and shit. Yeah, but you only, you only fucking. noticed her being barefoot because you're like, she's barefoot. I'm like, you can't fucking pump kick somebody in the face with high heels That's on. True. I could only notice it because it was painted fucking white, and there was uh, like little white gaps. Well, that, come on, color, as always. Hey, the, bad, the bad part is colorblind over here knows that Matt Riddle has fucking yellow toenails because he has two baby girls. Uh, <laughs> As always, Jade Cargill and the baddies. I'm, I'm did pretty. The best spot I'm on pretty. The show. I'm pretty sure when Aaliyah was that little, Chris if she Hatlander, asked you to or paint not, your toenails, no. you would have done it too. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I probably would have. No, I don't think I would. No, Reese never asked me, but I right. probably would have. So. Nobody's gonna see my fucking toes. Aaliyah didn't ask me to paint my toenails, but had she done that, I probably would have declined nicely. I probably would have let Reese do it. I bet you it wouldn't have been nice. Oh no, no it wouldn't have been nice, <laughs> but. You just let them do it because they're nope. your little girl. No, nope. so you have a whole foot that gets painted. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? <laughs> and that's what I was worried about the whole show. <clears throat> like I said, Jay Cargill and the baddies always show up to impress. They won. The, they won the whole show again. Once the show was starting to flounder, they sent Jay Cargill and them out there to bring it back up and get everybody to turn the TV back on again. <laughs> he just left. I don't know. It's the end of the show. It was a it was a good match, but like now it's the end of the show though. So yeah, I know. So I don't and know what he's talking about. He walked away. There's nothing more to talk about. Yeah, do your high spot, I guess. Then my I want him to be here for it because it's gonna probably make him mad. <laughs> I don't have a high spot. That's terrible. What about the Brequas? Plus Brequas. <laughs> this is probably the best wrestling I've watched all week. <laughs> Hawk looks wasted. Well, I mean. Uh. Look at animals' hair. I should have done that with mine before I got the haircut I got now. <laughs> Don't you think? One time, I think you still could. If you do that shit to your hair, I'll do that shit to mine, and we can be a legion of doom by Halloween next year. All I gotta do is take the bald spot off anyway, right in the middle. Just shave the middle out in the middle. It's fucking about gone. That's what dog. I'm saying. I can. I can grow, before <laughs> I get the rest of the summer, by the time October gets here, I could have a bitch and ponytail, and then I could cut it Hulk Hogan around the back like that. <laughs> Only if we get spiked shoulder pads. We got to, yeah. We can make our own. 
It's like, it's the end of the show. Just what the hell keep talking I, about nothing. Nothing. It was the end of the show, like when you went to go pee. So we've just been. We're not at the end of the show. <laughs> speculating yet. about what we were going to wear for Halloween next year. That was the last match on the fucking card. No, it though. wasn't. You had Will Ospreay and all them. We just talked about that shit. Oh uh, well, I wasn't done talking about the the women because I I'm actually gonna give some credit to Jade Cargill. That match was actually really good, and everything of it was really good except for the dumb fuck that told Anna Jay to go out there and put that bitch in a chokehold when he got two people in the fucking ring. <laughs> uh, how's come? What's his name? Wasn't there? He just slipped and fell on burritos. I like burritos and. <laughs> Who's what's his fuck? The, the uh, Mal- uh, Malcolm Bivens motherfucker. I can't think of what his name is now. Uh, he was there. St- Stokely something. Hathaway. Hathaway. Well, he, was he out there? I don't remember seeing him out there. I thought it was just Jade Cargill and the baddies. Kira Hogan and the... Uh, no, is it bad that I'm going to have to remember Brandon Stokely and then fucking Anne Hathaway to remember that guy's name? <laughs> Stokely Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's a good actress. She's Catwoman, dog. She's also taking her <laughs> stage name after William Shakespeare's wife's name. So? I'm just saying. <laughs> How do you know it's not a real name? Because Anne Hath- the original Anne Hathaway is William Shakespeare's wife. So how do you know that's not like her mom's name was, like her last name was Hathaway, and they're like, you know what, I'm just going to name our daughter Anne, and that's what her name is. And by Because Hath- most, people, mo- most, most people do. Okay, it's oh, worth Google it's now. Worth Google. I mean, maybe it's just a fucking coincidence that her name's Anne Hathaway, and it's not just because fucking Shakespeare. Like she's got to have an artist name. Maybe y'all motherfuckers should have looked it up before you started talking about it, so you fucking aren't wildly speculating. I just on think a it's subject just a you simple. have no idea what you're talking <laughs> just, about. Hey, this is about arguing, <laughs> motherfucker. I just felt like Anne Hathaway has always probably been her government name, but maybe she's got a Most fucking surname. Actually, that is name. her. No, that actually is her real name. But her, yeah. parent, her parents named her after William Shakespeare's I mean, wife. <laughs> Disney fucking promoted her as Anne Hathaway, I assumed. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire is still Lizzie McGuire, right? No. It's, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Hillary Duff, man. <laughs> How I Met Your Father. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't, have you met him? <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Okay, we got Forbidden Door coming up in like two weeks. Actually, I think this show's been real fun. At least for me. I'm just going to be an <laughs> asshole. People arguing with you. So, let's, uh, it's time. It's that time. You guys got some high spots? I fucking, I'm sitting here racking my brain. And I really ain't. I really don't. That's Dynamite how I was, feel. That's how I feel most weeks. Dynamite was lame as fuck, and so was Rampage. Dude, there's like seven other, seven other hours of wrestling on TV throughout the week. I watched WWE. It was all terrible. All that shit was a foregone conclusion. I don't know. If <laughs> what is terrible about fucking Matt Riddle and balls, Maurice arguing said, about balls? The shit was, it was just him going, prove it. It was funny. You've already said it in the first sentence, Matt Riddle. Because it was so <laughs> juvenile. Oh, my bad. Riddle. It, it was it's PGDX. That's what it was. That made me laugh because I would have laughed. Because I would have laughed four, in sixth grade when someone said some shit like RKO four twenty just said I smoked your ass. I would have laughed in sixth grade is why I laughed secretly here by myself when I watched it. I, I still laugh. You know, I don't know if I'd laughed in sixth grade at that. You would have. Don't lie. I had Kevin Dash and Scott Hall. We were doing twice more juvenile things than what that right. shit was. They were cool, actually, though. Matt Rule's cool. Matt Rule's delivery was good, but. Maurice and fucking Miz are fucking gack. They make me want to puke. Together. Cringy. 
yeah that's why it was on the Kernsey wrestling page I, I i like their tv show it makes me laugh i haven't watched it yet but i can't say much because i used to watch total divas hmm. I, I leave it on after raw to go to sleep and yeah i watch it for a good 20 minutes before i fall asleep and it makes me <laughs> laugh it's just dumb shit like one of the episodes fucking uh cordona's on it and they're talking about buying omaga it's doll or not Imaga. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, uh, shit. What? It's not. It's I think not a. You guys Ima- are uh, giving too much personal information out on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> about what you do in your spare times. It's an action figure that they do for the major their podcast. I, I believe they fully looked like the fucking camera guy with that. And mask on one the one has a star on the belly, and the other one has a star or crescent moon, and the other one has a star. You see China come in and with like, a spear, like, "Hey, I want to make a porn with you." And like the star one is worth like ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars, and there's only like ten in the world. And Cordona buys one, and then Miz takes it home and puts it on the counter, and his fucking mother-in-law opens it. So then Miz has to spend like $30,000 to buy another one so he does, <laughs> so Cordona doesn't get pissed. It's all for fucking fake Well, TV. yeah, it is, but it's still funny on TV. <laughs> all right, what's your high spot? Uh, Britt Baker's uh, promo on Rampage. Yeah, fuck you. That's my what high was spot promo? for the week. Okay, DMD. She came out and said how she was the DMD, bud, and going to come take over, be champ again, all that. She will so. be champ again. Mm-hmm. That's what you think. She's the only one that's over. She's going to take that belt back from Thunder Rose is what's going to end up happening. Well, Thunder Rose is fucking the new Adam Page. No. What are you going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm just going to watch it and bitch that's about it with you. To, that's not something to fucking aspire to. To be I'm Adam, Page. Adam Page. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting on Adam Page. You know, honestly, Jurassic honestly, Express is also the fucking new Adam Page. They're gonna lose the goddamn Hardys on Wednesday night. Honestly, I've seen Thunder Rosa do more cowboy shit than I've seen Adam Page. He, do I was gonna say shit. Thunder Rosa is a better gonna, version of Adam Page. He ain't gonna want to go back to the goddamn Airbnb because the Hardy Boys are gonna be the new tag team champions. <laughs> no, I hope the Young Bucks win. Well, I know you uh, want the heart. I know you want the young. Bucks see, to look win. at his face. I told you when I told him that shit what he was gonna do. <laughs> yeah, but the bad part. I don't is, want the Hardy Boys to win. The Hardy Boys are gonna win. Why can't Jurassic Express keep it then? Well, why do they well, need to? They haven't done shit with why, it. Why? Because, because the Hardys have the fuck of the young bucks. Hey, the, jung- heart, jungle the Hardys boy needs to become a jungle man and be a singles wrestler. That's the fuck, why. We the can fuck, do it to somebody else. Hey, give them the, to the fucking, bucks. The fucking Hardys haven't held those titles yet, so they're gonna win it, and then they can set up a feud with FTR. So then, at all out, we can have. The Young Bucks and FTR for those titles. Give them to and the then Bucks. You can all, and then right after that, you set up fucking Jungle Boy against Christian. Give them to the Bucks and then have them lose them right at the fucking pay-per-view the next weekend. <sighs> to, to some who, fucking wild-ass tag team that they wrestle against. What tag team would they wrestle against this weekend? For New Girls Japan. of Destiny out of nowhere. Gorillas of Destiny. <laughs> Boom. Girls of Destiny and Young Bucks. Give it to the Girls of Destiny. Oh, no. D- d- no, 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 no. We're not losing to a fucking... What? Yeah. It's all right to give well, the world title to Tanahashi, but we can't give the fucking uh, no, tag no, titles to no. the Girls of Destiny? No, we can Why give... Why the fuck not? No, we can give it to the Gor- no. Girls of Destiny. Hey, At least no. everybody knows who hey, the fuck the they fu- are. Come the fuck down. <laughs> Nobody's heard of hey, Tanahashi before. Come the fuck down. We can lose the titles to the Girls of Destiny, but they wouldn't lose the titles to them. They'd bring over like the fucking stupid-ass dangerous trekkers and then we'd have to see fucking Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi's dumb asses and I don't want to see them because they fucking suck. Well, it's different. I'd rather watch. We're gonna give the belt to a fucking no-name hey, Japanese wrestler. Then why hey, not I give would, the tag I would team rather, titles to I would rather Japanese watch, wrestlers? I would rather watch Rapongi Vice be the fucking tag team champions. I'm happened. calling. I'm calling fucking Luchasaurus wins on that one. You think they're gonna retain? Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks for once in my life. I think at the end it's going to be super kick party. And you're both going to be mad as fuck at me 
and Mark's going to be Mark. <laughs> how, will, Mark will be like, yes, you man. I figured. I figured. How how, how how am I going to be mad if the young bucks had the chance? Because because I predicted it, and you motherfuckers always give me that look after I predict some shit. You didn't. Nah. I love done the, it too many times. Nah. <laughs> I just be quiet. I've done it too many times where you'll be like, motherfucker, I'm never watching wrestling with you again. There's you'll a, go. There's a I'm whole, never coming to a live show with you ever again. There's a whole year that I've defended the young bucks, and I still defend the young bucks. I think they're getting it back on yeah. Wednesday, but. The Hardys fuck, don't need it. Jeff Hardy couldn't. Even, he was. They fucking, have. They haven't held the the AEW tag team championships. They don't need them. They, yes, Jeff yes, Hardy they, couldn't even get up on the top rope two weeks ago. He almost they, died. They have to have them because then they have. <laughs> no, they a, don't they have, have to a, have them. They, they don't have, have to have title. them like they didn't have to be in AEW. They have to have a title over the Dudleys. Then it, it'll be the even worst. Fucking, I don't think they'd have it over the Dudleys though. No, the Dudleys still have uh, one more than they do. I think. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying about that. They held a title that the Dudleys haven't held. And the Dudleys are the best tag team champions of all fucking time. And then the Dudleys will just show up and win the titles, and then the fucking Hardy Boys will still be a non-fan. And I'm going to whip my dick out when uh, that happens. That won't. <laughs> the, the fucking Devon can't wrestle no more. Oh, uh, I won't. I don't know if Bubba Ray can no more, neither. Well, he They're can. all just fucked. He can. He's Spike. taking bookings. Is Spike still alive? Yeah, he's a teacher again, though. All right. Well, can we have Bubba and Spike win the tag team titles? I don't think titles? Spike takes head bumps anymore. <laughs> I, Spike is not like he's an he English just teacher. Fell off like he's an English teacher. He has nothing to, to do with wrestling. He was a teacher before he was a wrestler. I know that, but like he was one in like over in the most popular time in fucking wrestling, and he just, he just fell off. If you ever like, watch some interviews and shit with him, dude, I don't think he cared really. He just thought it was fun, wanted to be there for a little while. It was a party. Is it bad? I'm gonna name this episode. Fucking Jurassic Express, Young Bucks, Hardys. Who gives a shit? <laughs> These guys eventually became the job squad. Because guess what's going to happen? FDR is well, going to win those titles back. Top team out. <sighs> so, all right, everybody, listen to the buffers. We've argued enough on this show. We will see all you guys next week. Dick didn't say bye. Bye. That's all right. <laughs> Peter, don't want to. Thank you.